The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, All right, so we must have an investigation of this Kavanaugh thing. Gotta have another FBI. Well, we had six. I know, but that didn't include this particular one. We gotta have a seventh FBI investigation. Okay, we'll have a seventh investigation. All right, but there can't be any restraint on the FBI. We're going to open this thing up to the others, to Deborah Ramirez and uh, Julie Swetnick. Okay, go ahead. Interview them, too. Well, okay, well, yeah, but, I mean, we we also want more of an investigation. We, we want to be able to conduct it with whoever we want to. All right, go ahead. Yeah, but we don't want the vote to happen. Okay, it won't yet. Well, let us conclude this investigation first. Yes, okay. We'll hold the, we'll hold the vote after the investigation. All of that happens, and now it's still not enough. It's still not good. Now it's, oh, come on, we, we need a longer investigation than this. Seriously, they're trying to push this to, you know, the end of the Trump presidency. They'd like nothing more than that. They just think that if they can get to 2020, which they're going to lose in 2020 anyway, so they'd have to push it all the way to 2024. But they're just trying to push it past Donald Trump, uh, and they're not going to be able to. Um, so the the report is in. Uh, I guess the White House has, has access to it. I love the question, too. Uh, Fox News was interviewing Sarah Sanders today. And they said, so has the president read, has the president read the, the report? And her response was, um, the president is well aware. Wait, that, that wasn't the question of whether he's aware of, has he read the report? Um, so they, they say that there's nothing new in it. There's nothing we didn't already know. So let's have the vote. And of course, Democrats don't want to do that. So they gave him everything they wanted. And it's still not enough. And I think the American people are smart enough to noodle this one out. I sure, I hope so. I, I you know, I'm not as confident <laughs> in the populace as I once was. <laughs> but I, I'm hopeful that the American public, they seem to be smart enough to noodle this one out because I think Democrats are slipping in the polls. And I think this is the reason. I, I, I think people are starting to get fed up with it. Okay. Enough. We know what you're doing. This guy, first of all, this guy is a completely reasonable nominee. Completely reasonable. And don't tell me his temperament was so out of whack when he was hammered the way he was. Yeah, he showed a little righteous indignation. He should have. We want a guy who's got some fire in his belly. That's what I want. Good. This stuff that, oh, it shows what a partisan person he is yeah you never see that uh in uh ruth bader ginsburg do you you never see that in sonia sotomayor you, you never saw that with david Souter or any of these uh stephen uh justice Breyer. none of these uh have any kind of partisan thing going on at all don't worry about it so now we've got uh the roommate who is speaking out uh against Brett Kavanaugh. 
this roommate from Yale who really seems to have uh, something against Kavanaugh. Um, it's kind of interesting. He kind of admits that they weren't close. They weren't necessarily friends. Um, but he also claims to know how often he was drunk and what his uh, what those words referred to in his yearbook that they were actually sexual in nature and not the way he explained them. I don't know. Does anybody else remember the word boofed from their time in school? To me, that's always been flatulence. That's It's always been. Now, Stu said in school he thought that to be something sexual. If you said boffed, that's different. That's a sexual reference. Huh. Boofed. I thought it was pretty universal that that's uh, that's flatulence, but maybe not. I I, I don't know. Hmm. Um, but the devil's triangle thing—I've never heard of that. I don't know what that is, but he said that was sexual in nature too. So, um, and all of this, of course, will matter in a Supreme Court justice. The dumb words he used when he was in high school and wrote things in his yearbook, even if they were sexual, so. What what does that mean? That doesn't mean he was out raping girls. That's that's not what that means. Even if it means he thought about girls. What a surprise. Uh you're a teenager? A male teenager thought about girls? Yeah, I don't think you're allowed to do that. Wow. Sorry. Wow, I didn't huh. This guy, what kind of animal is he? What kind of animal do we want in the US Supreme Court? He thought about girls when he was 18. Again, you're not allowed to do that, Wow. It's just it's ridiculous. The whole thing is ridiculous. And then, again, you compare this to Barack Obama. Barack Obama, by his own admission, talking about his adolescent years, the years, uh, his formative years growing up. Uh, remember what he said in that 2001 interview? If not, here's a reminder of what he said. What was the young Barack like? You know, what, what were you like? And what, you know, everyone has sort of dreams or aspirations. Right. But, you know, but what, what were your... You know, I, I, I think I was a thug for, oh, uh, wait, for a big part what? of my uh, growing up. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I was, okay. uh, I think mm-hmm. I was a very, uh, very typical, difficult, uh, 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 gregarious, gregarious. Uh, uh, mischievous child as, mm-hmm. a, as a young boy. Sure. I think um, mm-hmm. by the time I was an adolescent and had moved back from mm-hmm. Indonesia and was struggling with these issues of uh, racial identity and the father not being in the house, and, mm-hmm. um, then I happened? think that uh, yeah. you know I reacted by, by. Uh, mm-hmm. engaging in a lot of uh, uh, behavior that's not a, untypical of black males wait what across the country hold on a minute uh, (laughs) i played a lot of basketball what are you a racist Uh, i uh, didn't take school that seriously Mm. i uh, so you're saying all blacks got into fights do that oh no fights i Mm -hmm. got you uh, drank did you drink yeah you drank Mm -hmm. did uh and 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 consumed uh, uh, consumed substances that uh, yeah, <laughs> weren't that, always uh, legal. Well, I see. Wow. Um, huh. So you did illegal activities. And uh, okay, mm-hmm. you know, I think and generally, generally was tore up the countryside um, of South Vietnam, acting Wait, out. No, that's somebody uh, else. In ways that uh, 
that <laughs> when I look back on it, I understand. Mm -hmm. uh, I uh -huh. think that what got me through those years was a natural aptitude for school, Structural feminists. which meant that uh -huh. I didn't have to uh -huh. pay attention poets? too much to sure. be able to keep my oh, grades up. You're, right, you're such a genius. At least, uh, right. of course, um, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, graduate. Yeah. Uh, some of my behavior was self-destructive. Mm. No, too bad it wasn't. Stop all it. That, yeah, Listen might, to this, uh, though. Listen to this. Drank a six-pack uh, in an hour <laughs> before. Uh, before going back to class, yeah, okay, uh, things yeah, like right. that. So you'd be peeing uh, the entire time <laughs> you're in class. He drank a six pack in, in the hour, hour. Yeah. before class. What? Okay, that's some heavy drinking right there. Oh uh, yeah. Nobody cared about any of that stuff. Nobody gave a rat's anus about any of that. I why why was that not everywhere? Why did they not go apoplectic over that? Wait a minute. We can't have a guy with that. He got into fights. Mm -hmm. He just said that was typical behavior of black people. Yeah, that, this guy's a racist. Clearly the racist white part of him was speaking uh -huh. ahead of you. Right? My goodness. Really bad. I mean, from from the very beginning, calling himself a thug. Isn't mm -hmm. that a racially charged word now? We hear every time somebody calls somebody a thug, it's, a, it's code for racism, for you think all black people are thugs. No. And there's a pretty good example of that, okay? The president of the United States used it on himself. Amazing. I mean, that's... You look at that. You look at the stuff he admitted to. And it, none of it was a problem. What, you're going to hold him accountable for what he did as an adolescent? Shut up. You would have been laughed out of the society in 2008. Had we held him to, to, to all of that and said, look, that disqualifies him from being president of the United States. You can't have an executive who's done all that stuff. You would have been laughed out of society. But now, when it's uh, a Supreme Court justice we're talking about, one-ninth of the court, by the way, not just the executive. There's only one executive. There's nine Supreme Court justices. So even if you got somebody on there with bad temperament, well, they're going to be balanced by other people on the court. But his behavior... At the same time period Barack Obama was talking about, it is totally unacceptable and disqualifies him somehow for the court. Yeah, shut up. It's just it's so ridiculous. So uh, asinine. And it's insulting to our intelligence. And it's harmful to the republic. Are we ever going to be able to recover from this stuff? I don't know. I'm the, I'm not sure. Because we're in a deep nosedive right now. <laughs> I mean, we are headed straight into the ground. And we better grab hold of the stick and pull back up. Because uh, this is real trouble. So anyway, the vote today uh, for Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh. Will he be confirmed? Yeah, final vote's not today, right? That's, uh, he filed cloture last night. Yeah. McConnell. Okay. So I think they take the cloture oh, vote So then today. it goes t t tomorrow? Will I it be tomorrow or will it be tomorrow, Monday? Tomorrow or Saturday, maybe. I, I don't know. Actually, I should probably know that, right? Probably. I mean, 
Yeah. I'll we'll probably terrible. know it, but I don't know. It's hard to keep track of this stuff. Yeah. It changes every minute. What, what's the guy's name again? Kevin. Kevin. What are we talking? I haven't heard. I don't of his know. Name Cavalcade. Cavalcade. Something like that. Yeah, so yeah. Cavalcade. So mm-hmm. so um, Bryce Cavalcade. Yes, there. Bryce Cavalcade. We're gonna have that vote at some point, and mm-hmm. I'll just. Uh, will he be confirmed? You what do you guess think? right now? Oh, do I have to guess right now? I, I, uh, I think he will be. I think he will be. I'm not sure I want him to be. <clears throat> because, the, I'm, you know, after all of this, yeah, I'm not sure I want him to be. I mean, we'll never find the truth about Vince Foster's uh, murder, uh, suicide, <laughs> suicide, suicide. Right. So, I right. mean, that, well, the that truth was he committed suicide. So that's hmm? that's a done deal. That's that's a closed issue. They investigated that, Keith. Hmm. You know, he shot himself in the neck and in the in the mouth. Uh, then he dragged himself uh, across yeah. the street, dumped himself in the park. And then he came back. The ghost of Vince Foster intimidated <laughs> witnesses said, let it go. Let it go. Right. Uh, anyhow, the final vote is expected at this point to be on Saturday. Wow. They're going to work on the weekend? Yeah. So Republican, can you imagine? Jeez. I mean, Man. do we pay these guys enough? Uh, no. Should not to work on the weekend. That's a six-day week. You know what? Let's just give them the power to give themselves a raise. Oh, that's oh, they right. Have they that. have that. Okay, right. my bad. Right. So anyhow. But they'd have to vote it for the next Congress. <laughs> Which is only, what, a week or two from uh-huh. now. <laughs> uh-huh. um, if Republicans have enough votes during Friday's initial vote to move forward to a final confirmation vote on Saturday, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, okay. Friday, Saturday. So if he's confirmed, you know, that puts Amy Coney Barrett on the back burner for a while. And, uh, you know, it wouldn't be that bad Mm-mm. if they say no to him and... But there's just no guarantee that that's who Trump would nominate. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about uh, Brickhouse Nutrition. This was uh, formed by a team of top physicians, and once they formed Brickhouse Nutrition, they created Field of Greens. They wanted it to be real food. It's real superfood, and you can actually see that in the fact that they have a nutrition facts panel on the side of the container because it is real food. You just take one scoop of Field of Greens and put it into uh, eight ounces of water or your favorite drink, a shake or a smoothie of some kind, and you get a full serving of real certified vegan, vegetarian, and USDA organic fruits and vegetables. I really like that. So you don't have to taste any of the vegetable stuff. It's so nasty. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) my wife was cutting off the leafy part of the broccoli for the... For our grandkids the other day. Wait, the le- like the little yeah. leaves that come mm-hmm. off the stalk? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why would you eat any portion of that? Why, why, would, why would I want the stalk or the big leafy head on that? It's just all nasty. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to do that mm-hmm. if you're like me. And it just, it sickens you just to think of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and try Field of Greens today. And it's just, you're going to feel better and be healthier because of it. Go to BrickHousePat.com. Try Field of Greens. You'll get 10% off a month supply when you use the offer code PAT. BrickHousePat.com. You're listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here.
Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. The vile Georgetown professor. Oh yeah. Who uh, you know tweeted out all that hate. A little charmer. Yeah, she was just all satire. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's just satire. She's just responding to the hate she receives all the time. Okay. With equal hate Shut to up. just show you. Okay. Right? It's it's never their fault. Never. It's never the fault of these just despicable uh, idiots, hateful left leftists. Uh, it's uh, no, I uh, that was just satire to show you what you're like. <laughs> oh. Okay. Oh, okay, I see. So you're talking about castrating white men's corpses and things. That's just, you're just showing us the hate that we give to you. Um, who is who is sending any kind of hate to a Georgetown professor? Nobody had ever heard of her until just now, until the last two weeks. But people had been tweeting out hatred to her? Come on, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, it's just satire. I'm just showing you... Uh, that you're the one, not me. I know you are, but what am I? Yeah, there you go. See, now that one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That one I hurts. am rubber. You are glue. Yeah. It bounces off me, and it, it sticks, sticks. right to you. Sticks to you. It's what happens yeah. there. That's what I was doing. No, that's a good one right there. <laughs> that's exactly what she's <laughs> saying. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. It's America, pathetic. 2018. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Chelsea Clinton um, is sounding off now. I, I love it when, uh, when Chelsea comes into the forefront because she's so brilliant and so insightful. And uh, here's what she was saying to CBS. I hope this isn't an old-fashioned belief um, that I don't think the president should be mocking anyone. I don't think he should be mocking Dr. Ford. I don't think he should be mocking a Gold Star family. I don't think he should be mocking a disabled reporter. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that is behavior becoming of our president. Mm-hmm. What did you think during the Brett Kavanaugh hearings? I was dying to know when we were sitting there and we were all there covering it. And the Clinton name came up in his opening statement. Did you call your mom or your dad and say, can you believe he just mentioned our name? You all must have had a discussion about it. What was that like? Well, mm-hmm. I didn't watch it live because I was actually... Uh, at an event at Yale. That you heard about it. Oh, I watched it when yeah. I got home. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I just thought, oh my gosh, we loom so much larger in your mind than you loom, <laughs> you at thought? least in mine. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think I'd heard his name until he was oh. nominated uh, weeks ago. Um, uh-huh. But to me, what was so troubling was how nakedly partisan he was. And I think nakedly the partisan. principle nakedly. Of, kind of judicial review Can't being the Clintons are not partisan is still really important. Yeah, so if he had gone after you. President Bush or right. President Reagan. Right. His family. Yeah. I feel the same way. Like, oh, I just yes, don't of course think you that would. That is <laughs> you feel exactly healthy, no, um, right. That's as a wonderful. dynamic on the Supreme Court or really candidly any court. Yeah, well, your mom, mom said the performance of behavior was mom. quite out of bounds. Uh-huh. And, That's and what your mom said. Clearly she had some issue with, issues with it. Do you think that he should be confirmed to the Supreme your Court? Mom. I don't. I mean, you I've don't. opposed his you nomination from so? the beginning because I don't well, then we shouldn't. Um, agree okay. with his stance mm-hmm. on multiple issues and worry yeah. about the issues that I really care about, whether you, it's okay. workers' rights mm-hmm. or women's rights, women's rights or workers protecting rights. the environment. Socialist rights, communist rights. The court is expected to rule on in the future. Uh, So, admittedly, my opposition to him is Uh rooted in Uh policy, Um, but I Mm. now am even more kind of uh, intense 
and my feelings because of how political he's become. Oh, Kelsey, sure. one of the things that you've really promoted is reaching to out to politicians, that people should start young and reach out to their local politicians, the especially. I'm wondering like what your political. response is to how nothing. we've seen Dr. Ford's plight after she did <clears> just that. <throat> she reached out <clears> to her <throat> local congressman, said yeah. that it was her civic duty, wanted to be anonymous, didn't want to come uh, public the <clears> way <throat> she has now. <clears throat> and then we see the result. <clears throat> what, what is your response to those who might say, you know what, I was going to do that, but I don't need to go through that. Well, I would say I understand that, and I hope you're still willing to yeah. raise your hand, raise your voice. Yeah. I think we need more people engaged in me, the yes, political process at me every too. level. Thank you, Chelsea. Not fewer. So while wow. I completely see beyond it that it could have a chilling effect, I hope that yeah. it doesn't. Okay, that's great. No one question about. Hey, um, you know, what about your dad uh, and raping? Uh, what about the fact that... You know, he raped Juanita Broderick. What about that? But wait a minute. Is that bad? Or Hold on. Was that political? Or was that anti-women? With that lady that I just interviewed, uh, her name was Chelsea Clinton. Yeah. Uh-huh. Her dad is, her it, dad is Bill Clinton. He's a public figure. Come on. Is yeah. the guy, I mean, what yeah, kind of job does he have? He's I mean, president it, of the United was, States is all. And so... So that's a I mean, big you wouldn't thing? think to ask him since there was a big blow up about it. <laughs> was there? But, yeah, I just don't but, remember. I'm sorry. Much more recently than the Kavanaugh stuff, supposedly. Huh. Okay, much more recently. Like hmm. 16 years after the Kavanaugh stuff. That's okay. when her dad was doing these things. Okay, but it's not like it was while her dad was in office. Well, yes, of it was. any sort. Yeah, it, it was. What? He was in office and out of office. I think the, the rape actually occurred. Before uh, he was president, it's not like he was a governor at the time of. He some was state. governor or attorney general in Arkansas at the time. Like, it's okay. not like you know, not a big deal though, right? I mean, whatever. Okay. You know, if I've heard about this guy, uh-huh. then maybe there would be some sort of connection. <laughs> yeah, but and just, you knew I'm that not... there was a connection uh, to him uh-huh. with her. Just can't get there. You can't get there though from <laughs> CBS. Not from CBS. <laughs> you can't make that connection. Wow, that is really something. No I mean, how do you sit there with Chelsea Clinton talking about sexual assault of women, and you don't even bring up Bill, her dad? Are you serious? That's. I mean, that's freaking embarrassing. That's embar- I'm embarrassed for CBS. How do you not at least? You know, you could. You could couch it into a sympathetic way, but you've got to ask the question. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you've got zero credibility. That, I mean, come on. <laughs> yep. why, why would you invite Chelsea Clinton on in the midst, in midst of all of this? Right? Because you know that you know that people are going to be thinking that in their minds the whole time. Are you going to ask her about her dad? Are you going to ask about Juanita Broderick? Uh, Paula Jones, Kathleen Willey, any of these people that he abused. Are you seriously going to get let her off the hook like that? Amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's not her fault. But if you're going to have her on to give her opinion on sexual assault, <laughs> you have to bring up her dad. Rick in Missouri, you're on the blaze. Yeah. <clears throat> Pat, thank you. I Mm -hmm. I totally agree with what you said, but I think personally what's kind of missing here and all of everything going on here is that the the average American has never had to defend themselves against something that they are wrongfully accused of. I've had to. I had to over 40 years ago, and long story short, 
I had to defend myself against something that was going to put me in jail at age 18 for 75 years to life on something I did not do. And I know what it's like to have to face people, to have to face and and to and to hear, well, if you're charged, it must be you must have done it. No, I didn't. And I had to prove that I didn't. And it actually went to and got to the FBI. And there was a background uh, study done on me. I mean, this is over the, the course of a year and a half. And there was a background, a 303 done on me. And that's mm. the only thing that exonerated me was wow. when the FBI came forward and said, no, this cannot be true. We, I'm sorry. We talked. And I had people calling me who I hadn't talked to in years who were saying, Rick, why did the FBI come and knock on my door? You know, I knew yeah. you back in high school, you know, and why why are they asking me this quite these questions? Hang on just a sec. We'll continue this uh, coming up in a minute here. I'm Pat Gray Unleashed. Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. All right. We were talking to uh, Rick in Missouri about uh, being accused of things that uh, he didn't do. And you faced, you said, 75 years in prison as a result of it? Rick? No, sir. Seven, 75 years to life. To life. Shh. Yeah. So it was three different counts. Each one of them carried 25 to life concurrent. Wow. Okay. Now, it had absolutely nothing to do sexually. It had did have to do with illicit drugs. Okay, or I guess I should say controlled substance. All right. Mm -hmm. But that being said, having to say I didn't do that. Now, okay, like I said, this is over 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. I remember it like it was yesterday. I'll bet. Okay. Yeah. And and quite honestly, how and and I did watch the hearings. Mm -hmm. Okay, I did believe uh from the, from the onset, when they started to actually dig into things, I did believe Judge Kavanaugh. I could not believe uh, Ms. Ford or Mrs. Ford, uh, because quite simply, when they asked pertinent questions about who, what, where, when, and why, okay, which is if you've ever been audited, that's exactly what they're going to ask you, okay, on anything you could audit it for by the IRS, and you better have the right answers, mm-hmm. okay? She couldn't even give the right answers to any one of those five questions. And for people to say, oh, gee, he's wrong, she's right. And then for people to say, and this is what really aggravated me, whether he did it or not, women haven't been believed. I'm sorry. I, that's not something that, that, that that's not what our country is built on. Right. You know, you are innocent until proven guilty unless... <clears throat> Someone seems to have a little bit more power in any plethora of arenas than you do. Mm-hmm. Then you can be brought into the lion's den and you can be eaten alive. Yeah, it's uh, it, that's, that's a completely un-American principle. Uh, and we're just seeing it played out over, over and over and over again lately. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Rick. Uh, glad the FBI was able to exonerate you. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Otherwise, we wouldn't have gotten that phone call because you'd you'd still be in jail, in jail, so uh, or prison.
Mm-hmm. Probably even worse than jail. Well, he could have could have used mm-hmm. his one call. For, <laughs> Maybe for you. Yeah, <laughs> could have saved it for forty years and uh-huh. then called us to sound wanna, off on this issue. Call yeah, could have. Gray. Yeah. <laughs> one day I'm gonna I'm gonna need this call and uh, I'm gonna need it for a talk show host and so I'm gonna save that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Seems reasonable. <laughs> Fortunately, he didn't have to worry about that though. He can call as many times as he wants. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, all right, let's see how believable this Jamie Roche is when you actually uh, see and hear him. This former college roommate of Brett Kavanaugh's, he spoke to Anderson Cooper. Uh, and, of course, he believes everything Debbie Ramirez said and nothing that uh, Brett Kavanaugh said. Mr. Roche, you say that, that Judge Kavanaugh lied under oath when he testified before the Judiciary Committee l- last week. Can you explain how you know that he lied? Uh, I can. Um I wasn't able to watch the testimony. I was in an airplane, uh, but, you didn't even but I, watch? I read the testimony the next day, and oh, I was struck okay. as uh-huh. I was reading it that, uh, you know, I know uh-huh. Debbie. Uh, okay. and mm-hmm. uh, Debbie Ramirez. From Debbie Ramirez. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and I know from my experience with her that, that uh, at least from my perspective, there is zero chance zero. that she is zero making chance. up the story. Mm-hmm. And I heard I uh, Dr. Blasey Ford's, or I read Dr. Blasey Ford's testimony, and I heard some of it later. Yeah. And, I, you know, and I believe that she's telling the truth. But then when Brett started saying things about his drinking yeah. uh, and his uh, uh, use of uh, certain use of words, words. Uh, sexually oriented words, sexually oriented. You know, I knew he was, he was lying you because he was my roommate. You know, oh, we, we, wow. We were in a room together. Room. Our beds were 10 feet apart uh, for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, what struck me and, and made me more uh, interested in, in uh, speaking out about it is, yes. is not only did I know that he wasn't telling you know the truth, uh-huh. I knew that he knew that he wasn't telling the truth. <laughs> wow. You guys, Kreskin, not only did he know, he knew Kavanaugh knew. So That's fascinating. Yeah, that's, that's a story in and of itself. Never mind his witnessing of uh, whatever. The guy's a mind reader. That's pretty good. He's the one who should have been on, on Johnny Carson all the time, not Kreskin. Oh, yeah. Kreskin's a hack compared to this guy. Not only did he know, but he knew that Kavanaugh knew. Wow. That's, he's, this is a talented individual. This is a guy with a gift. Okay? We should not ignore this person. Maybe we need to hold on to that vote another week and talk more to this but, former yeah, roommate. I guess, but would you be more impressed with him reading minds? Or bending spoons like Yuri Geller. I mean, which one? Which which talent do you think is better? <laughs> well, I I don't know that this guy can't bend spoons. Huh. He may have that talent as well. I don't know. I'm not willing Either to discount way, that. He belonged on the Tonight Show. Yes. But, I mean, we agree on that. Yes. Okay. Uh, the, and he had more to say too. And here it is. <laughs> okay. There were two bedrooms. You and Brett Kavanaugh shared a bedroom, and there was a common Uh-oh. room as well. Your bed mm-hmm. was just as you said, feet away from his. Just Did you as ever you said. see him? <laughs> Uh, blackout. He has testified that uh, he was asked about blacking out. He said he didn't. He said maybe sometimes he went to sleep. Did you ever see him blackout? You know, I didn't socialize with Brett, uh, uh, but being in the same room where he slept, I saw him when he arrived uh, at home uh, regularly, and I saw him in the morning. And I can tell you that, that he would come home and he was uh, uh, incoherent. Uh, uh-huh. stumbling. Uh, stumbling. He would sometimes be singing. He, he, he would wear sang? this. I think it was an old leather oh my football helmet. I didn't know uh, that part. And uh, He sang. Uh, he uh-huh. would throw up. He'd throw uh, up. And yeah, then he in the morning, he threw up. Uh, would have a lot of trouble getting out of bed. 
uh, uh-huh. you know, I, uh-huh. I wasn't an angel back then either. Uh, uh-huh. There were times when I did the exact same thing. Uh, so oh we commiserated uh, on, on, uh, on this issue. And, and uh, so the answer to your question is, yeah, I saw him yeah. both. Yeah, he saw him. What I would consider blackout drunk uh, and also uh, no, dealing with the repercussions. He didn't of that see him blackout. He, he described other things. Then at the end, yeah, I did see him. Well, no, I, I saw him do this and this and this. And uh, so, yeah, I guess you would say those are that's blackout drunk. No, what you described wasn't blackout drunk. He threw up. He already said he threw up. He already said he's been drunk. He already said he drank to excess at times. None of those are lies. So what is he lying about, according to this guy? I don't like this guy either. He's a douche. Huh. Um, and I think uh, uh, clearly he's a Democrat. He talks about the fact that his family is Republican, so he's had you know fights with his family about politics, and he and Kavanaugh weren't friends. So, uh, can we believe anything? He's a Democrat. He's got an agenda, and he doesn't like Kavanaugh. So, what a surprise that he supports Debbie Ramirez's story and uh, Christine Blasey Ford, even though he doesn't know her, and. He supports both stories, even though he wasn't there either time. (laughs) This is amazing. Amazing. What was a football helmet thing? First of all, he sang. Yeah, what was that? He just he came home and he sang. Sometimes he'd be singing. I thought he was going to say he puked in his helmet, but he never said that. (laughs) I do remember one fact though that his bed was just ten feet away. Ten feet away. Huh? (laughs) I don't know what he's. You know, they did mention the fact that the beds were close together several times in that interview. That was weird. That was some awkward facts yeah, awkward. thrown in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's no, fine, whatever. No, what, what? Who are we? Was I'm someone not, insinuating that there was? I? I'm not. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. No. Then we're good. No, sir. Okay. But here's the thing that we didn't know before. What's that? Sometimes Brett Kavanaugh would come home singing we found out about ice thrown on a patron at a bar. Yeah. Now we know he would sometimes come home singing. See, this guy can't be a Supreme Court justice. If Brett Kavanaugh came home singing, I do not. I no yeah. longer support okay. his uh, confirmation. But I can understand why this guy didn't like Brett Kavanaugh if Brett Kavanaugh sings like me, because like that that would right. not be a pleasant sound, and I would no, hold would not. Uh, anger. Mm-hmm. Pent up to anger. this day, to, right? Yeah, for thirty six, yeah. however many years ago this was. Uh huh. So we should, you know <laughs> what? Amazing. I'm glad that the the Senate is the um, the, uh, the 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 pot that that is cooling. What was mm-hmm. it? The the temperate. Uh, what is the uh, verbiage there that the founders use? The Senate needs to be the place where we cool down and everything and have long mm-hmm. debates. Mm-hmm. It's good because now mm-hmm. it, it allowed for time to get facts like the fact he came home singing yes out there yes and we don't want a supreme can you imagine a uh, supreme at the court supreme court sings no a supreme court justice who sings uh, i'm sorry no i mean alito would no. not stand for that that it would is, irritate him in a heartbeat it's now over officially uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three let's go to mary in texas mary you're on the blaze hi 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 i'm a survivor of over 50 years and all of this is doing nothing but bringing it back up again. And it's very painful for me to go through this process 
And it's Mm -hmm. making me furious with the Democrats because they have handled this in a way that is purely political. They're not looking for justice for Dr. Ford. And I don't believe her story because it's ridiculous. I know exactly who was there. I know exactly where it happened. I know. Mm. And if they allow this to to stop the, the affirmation of Judge Kavanaugh, then this is going to happen more frequently. It's going to happen to everybody. Somebody's going to come up with some unsubstantiated claim, and we're going to hear it over and over again. And women like me have to live it over again every time. And and this is the reason that we stay in the closet. This is the reason we don't talk about it, is because there's women who come out and make such outrageously stupid accusations that no, nobody believes her. I don't believe anybody believes her. They're saying they do because it's the politically correct thing to say. But it can't be allowed to work. And, you know, I'm going to go all the way back to Anita Hill because at that time I asked a co-worker, a female co-worker, if a man said to you the things she says he said to her, would you take his phone calls? Would you return his phone calls? And she said, only if I liked it and I wanted to hear more. Mm. This has to stop. Mm-hmm. It just, we, I'm sorry. That's about all I have to say, I guess. It's just that this is a travesty. And, and please, any senator listening to this, vote for Brett Kavanaugh. Because that's the only way we survivors will ever get a, a sense of justice. Thank you, Mary. Thank, appreciate your sharing that. And sorry, this drudged uh, everything back up again for you. That's got to be uh, horrific. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know, we've talked to I don't know how many now. Several, quite a few, um, survivors of sexual assault and rape. And I think to a woman, they don't believe Christine Blasey Ford. Not accurate. You remember one of them who said they believe her? I, I, I think no, actually. in each case, they have said they don't believe her story. Yeah, it seems like uh, the only ones that have been saying anything close, you know, have been like, yeah, I believe something happened to her, just not Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, um, but the the um, the survivors have uh, said no. I yeah. don't believe her at all. They don't buy her story at all. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, uh, Jody in Tennessee. Hi, you're on the place. Hi, guys. Hi, uh, Pat. I caught something yesterday about three o'clock on the Vice Channel, mm-hmm. and I wrote it all down because I thought, man, I got to call Pat about this. <laughs> uh, it was the hunt for the Trump tapes. Oh, is that on now? Oh, yeah. And, okay. And it, it's narrated by Tom Arnold. Right. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's 30-minute segments, so I checked the three that was left so I could get the title of them. The first one was titled The Apprentice Outtakes. The second one was called The PP Tape, like P-E-E-P-P Tape. Okay. And the third one was From PP to Protest. Now, first of all, 
I think this is a little ridiculous myself, you know. And but you got Tom Arnold, Tom Arnold of mm-hmm. all people, <laughs> narrating these things. Yeah, you know, it's just, it, it was a laughing. I I watched part of the first one, and I sat and laughed the whole time. It was just ridiculous. So, so he didn't have compelling. Did he have compelling footage of really horrible things that uh, Donald Trump was doing? No. No, I, no, I didn't think so. No, I mean, you know, and you could tell it was spliced and and you know put back together and pretty much mm-hmm. formatted like they wanted it to be. But you know, they're not going to stop. They're going to keep this up, and it's oh, yeah. called a series special. Special. Mm-hmm. So that's you know, I thought. Okay, yeah, we're going to get this till you know. Oh, the whole time. Yep. Oh, yeah, yep. absolutely. Yep, appreciate absolutely. it. Thanks, Jody. Uh, yeah, we've been hearing about that special coming out. I, I didn't realize it was already out. We'll have to check that out. Uh, Tom Arnold's Vice series, hunting for uh, the the Trump tapes. Mm-hmm. And I, I think he he wants to find that Russian thing. Yeah, it's called the P-E-E space P-E-E tape. Yeah. Jeez. Just so you know. So there's that. And then supposedly they're looking for the tape, uh, the outtake from his uh, from his show, The the Apprentice. And there's supposedly a tape there that some people claim where he used uh, the N-word. And um, the producer of that show, uh, Barnett, uh, what's his first name? Uh, Mark. Mark Barnett. Mm-hmm. And his wife, Roma mm-hmm. Downey have said nothing exists like that. First of all, uh, we don't have the ability, we don't have the rights to just give that to anybody. And Tom Arnold's all pissed off at him. And in fact, they saw each other at some sort of party or gathering of some kind, and there was a little altercation between Roma Downey and Tom Tom Arnold and Mark Burnett. Uh, But Mark Burnett claims that nothing like that exists. So, I don't know. Uh, I I think it's going to be a search in vain for those tapes. 888-900-3393. Losing weight and keeping it off can be a real struggle, and it can even get tougher when you get a little bit older. It's uh, it's frustrating. When you get on the scale and you're hoping you've lost some weight and you're the same or, or more, it's just, it's irritating. And then it's, you know, it causes a vicious circle where you're like okay well it didn't work yesterday so i'm just gonna eat what i want to today Hmm. there is help and it's called riduzone it's r-i-d-u-z-o-n-e riduzone.com it's a safe natural fda acknowledged dietary supplement it has oea in it and that's uh, that's what uh helps to control your appetite and boost your metabolism order it today and enter the promo code pat you'll get 30 percent off a three-month supply it's riduzone.com Enter the promo code PAT for 30% off. Riduzone.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network. This is the Blaze Radio Network. Listen anytime, anywhere at theblaze.com slash radio. Pat Gray Unleashed. 888 900 
3393. Also uh, coming up, we, we got to get to the uh, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez uh, <laughs> stuff. She's brilliant. You know that, right? Just sharp as a tack. Oh, man. Yeah, brilliant's a good word for her. She's, uh, well, you'll, you'll see. <laughs> uh, we also have another Remy parody. Uh, he's really funny. He did that. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, what was that? For the first one uh, he did. If you want people uh, to die? Oh, yeah. You, pe- <laughs> only if you want people to die, uh, which was really good. Um, <laughs> and now he's back with, a, with another parody. So we'll share that with you. Uh, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Linda in Georgia, you're on the blaze. Hi, Pat. Um, I'm going to get this out straight because sometimes I get into very long things. Okay, I've been closely abused twice, but not. And the way my mother raised me, you know, she just said certain things like with guys and blah blah blah, and I listened. Here's the thing, though. I am, like, really getting annoyed. I grew up with two brothers, and my dad, it's fabulous, okay, very strong, but, you know, detailed, all that kind of stuff. But these women, I saw, I turned you on yesterday because I was out with the horses and mowing and everything, and I saw, I didn't listen to Glenn yet, but you were on, Mm -hmm. and I saw a commercial where, there were like two, it wasn't Hillary. There were two gentlemen and a third friend in this hotel, and these two women charged him of rape, okay? Mm-hmm. But they found out that uh, they went back on the whole, ca- all the cameras. There was no such thing done, and they saw the women in the apart- or hotel room, whatever it was, the whole time. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know what? They need to, like, pay some $500,000 fine or something. These women, they just can talk and talk, and then nothing nothing is shown, and then they're ruining all these men are crying about it with their, and bringing their, like, five- and seven-year-old daughters. It's like, it's just so weird. But you know what? They need to be charged with something. Yeah. Okay? If it's not true and somebody says something, then they need more um, common sense backlash toward them, I guess to say. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree. Um, appreciate it, Linda. That's, uh, yeah, following fi- uh, filing false reports is a crime, actually. So if you're filing a report with the police and you're claiming to have had something happen to you that didn't happen, that actually is a crime and you can be punished for it. But would you support, in theory, um, let's say you're falsely accused of whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, and, and, this, and the sentence, if you're found guilty, is 10 years to life or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. How about if it's proven that those were false allegations, then you are now subjected to the same possible sentence if you are found guilty of lying about this attack or whatever. Yeah, I don't know about the same punishment, but there, huh. I think there definitely should be one. Prove, but you prove be beyond a shadow of a doubt that, that this was completely fabricated, no? Yeah, Is there with me? Is that too Sharia-esque? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's it's kind of uh, kind of along those lines. Okay. Um, kind of an eye for an eye-ish, but, uh, I, you know, something has to be done because they don't, <clears throat> they don't do anything about it too often. You know, it's like the the false reports on Muslim violence. Um, 
It, a lot of those things have been fabricated. A lot of claims that, um, like last year, for instance, there was the Muslim woman on the subway in New York that claimed that three Trump supporters came up to her and started screaming in her face and told her she was a terrorist and told her to go back to the Middle East or whatever. And it, and and so they were looking for these guys, and she, it was a big deal, and it was mm-hmm. all over the news. It made national news because... Trump supporters are so awful and so hateful towards Muslims. Such Islamophobia. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out she made it up. Oh. And they didn't charge her with anything. Oh, no. Why not? Hmm. Why? She absolutely should have been charged. With what? Like with, like, uh, with the with, A false claim. But with the falsifying same, a report to police. But not. you're still not going to go there with me with the reciprocal or whatever it would have been for the... Yeah, yeah I don't. I mean, we can, <laughs> we can discuss what the penalty I is. I would not make a good judge. Uh, so, there you go. 888 900 More Packer Unleashed coming up. Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. Oh, a white genocidal maniac day coming up on Monday. Yeah. Just so you know. Good. Yeah. Bastard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think that's actually in uh, history books now. I think the bastard, Christopher Columbus, is bastard how he's day. described. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yep. <clears throat> of course, he has been spun in history into this madman who actually committed heinous crimes, cut people's heads off himself. Christopher Columbus. Christopher Columbus, yes. Um, When instead, the guy was devoutly devoted to to God. And uh, uh, maybe not the greatest governor in the history of the world, but certainly not responsible for the crimes attributed to him now by the left yeah that was his big motivation was spreading christianity yep um but yep. uh you know also in getting white sales started which <laughs> is another <laughs> accomplishment he was really really successful at that yeah yeah because there's a chris just christopher columbus white sale i think at jc penny right now right now i think so do they come with smallpox so. on those sheets or no, no? We, they finally they finally eliminated the smallpox okay yeah yeah the smallpox blankets are not included in the sale this year but they were in 1493 i'll tell you that wait you mean uh-huh. 1492 no that's when they got here the uh-huh. well, first white sale was a year oh, later I see. you wanted to be exactly yeah. specific with yeah. your dates took a took a year to get the white sales going <laughs> that caught on yeah yeah but uh yep. anyhow um anyway uh, make sure your kids know the truth about christopher columbus because please i can assure you they will not get it anywhere outside of your home and there's a really good book from uh um uh, i get it at wall builders right yeah wall builders. yeah i have my kids reading that right mm-hmm. now actually 
Uh, Isn't on. there also one from Brad? Yeah. Brad uh, Meltzer has a yeah, uh, I Am Christopher Columbus I book. I think so. I Don't think he me, has Brad. one that's specific, specifically for kids. I think there's an I Am Christopher Columbus. So you should get what, that if you, if there is. Yeah, this book right now, I'm going to tweet out uh, at Hangry Keith. I'm going to twi- tweet out this uh, link to Wall Builders. Um, uh, they've got get the truth about him because yeah. the truth is not is not being taught to our kids now. Is it's just not. You sh- in fact, you need to find out what your kids are being taught hmm. about Christopher Columbus in school. I think you'll be amazed. Horrified is probably more like it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you'll be horrified. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat unleashed on Twitter. Oh, we gotta clean up some of these tweets from yesterday because <laughs> yes, they were just great. They tweets were awesome. Found after the show, some tweets that happened after the show yesterday mm-hmm. because we were talking about uh, one of the things we discussed was Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. He had three great games in a row where he threw for over 400 yards each week for three consecutive weeks. That's never happened before in the history of the NFL. So they took his jersey and sent it to the Hall of Fame, and it's going to go into the Hall of Fame. And that happened (laughs) the day they benched him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So uh, Charles Unmitigated Gall (laughs) tweets out, uh, maybe foreigner needs to be benched in order to get into the Hall of Fame. Look at that! Right, taking outside the box. Uh, fidgety Beto Widget. <laughs> More cultural appropriation of the Beto nickname. That's true. Uh, it's just it's wrong. Uh, we were talking about uh, Ted Kennedy too because he'd been completely, completely scrubbed clean from Chappaquiddick and and killing Mary Jo Kopechny in uh, the Chappaquiddick River. Um, so we were saying how he was now uh, thought of as the lion of the Senate. Fidgety Widget says a uh, lion of the Senate equals walrus of the bathhouse. <laughs> I wonder what Arlen Specter would say about from the Ted Arlen Kennedy. Specter book. Uh, uh, Ted Kennedy came into the Senate bathhouse was naked as a jaybird. Uh, uh, gigantic like a walrus uh, when he landed in the hot tub. A few minutes later, in came John Thune. Uh-huh. Had the body of a Greek god. Oh, oh man, that is so Greek sort of... made love, oh, tender, no. sweet love for the next 14 hours. In the bathhouse? Right there in the Senate bath. Isn't it a little warm to begin with? In front of Ted Kennedy. It's the, the walrus of the Senate. Oh. <laughs> That's uh, of course from his book, and that not was not exact that, quotes, but uh, oh, wasn't I thought you pressed play on the audio book over there? No, I was no okay. Those were I was paraphrasing just Paraphrase. a bit, just a bit. <laughs> uh, saves eighty four. So would Jeb Bush now need to tell people, uh, please jazz hands instead of please clap? <laughs> uh, we were, that was the school that eliminated. I, I, which school was it? Yeah, it was, it was a college. It was a college. Oh, yeah, Ma- Manchester University maybe. <clears throat> they it was too. Anxiety causing to clap, and so they wanted the <laughs> students to do jazz hands. <laughs> Hold on. Also, uh, who was that tweet from? Uh, Here you go, Saves eighty four. There you go. Uh, this from uh, <clears throat> also from Saves eighty four was uh, we were talking about uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg mm-hmm. and the tomato that was decided back in eighteen ninety three, where the Supreme Court ruled the tomato to be a vegetable. Mm-hmm. 
And so Saves 84 was wondering uh, which way Ruth Bader Ginsburg voted on the tomato back in 1893. <laughs> TJ Toppin replied, vegetable. Your Honor. <laughs> yes. Nice. So good. So good. Uh, just so good. Of reference the word to. woman does yes. not appear even once in the U.S. Constitution. Mm-hmm. Nor does the word freedom. Wait, wait. Your Honor. Bam. Shabang. All right, 888-900-3393. We can talk about whatever you want. Um, wow, really? Yeah, I don't care. Can we talk about the Braves <clears throat> playoff run starting today? No, That's except that. Except that. No Braves talk, no baseball talk. Okay, uh, how about the? Uh, how are the Astros doing? I haven't even checked. Well, the, they're they're they playing. Haven't played yet. Right? Don't begin until Friday. Friday. Tomorrow. Okay, tomorrow. Yeah. All right, American League. Uh, also, the uh, BYU plays tomorrow. Uh, it's an early game this week. Mm. It's Utah State. Yeah, got to win that. I want to talk about them. By all that is holy, please win that. And then uh, another game I'm interested in this week is Nebraska-Wisconsin. I'm not. Because I want Wisconsin to crush Nebraska. Um, you, will, you will get your wish. Okay. okay. I hope so. Don't uh, let me down. Don't let me down now. I would. This would be the week okay. where he finally comes through no. and they no suddenly week. come back to life or no, something. No. There's no. That, that no, just not going to happen. Columbus. Okay. Smallpox blankets <laughs> along around week one. Oh, all right. Uh, but no, honestly... <laughs> If the Huskers lose mm-hmm. by less than 35 points, mm-hmm. I will consider that a moral victory. Okay. Nice. How much are they uh I don't care. Underdog. And I don't know. All right. But I'll find out cuz now I care. Uh let's go to Gladdy in Pennsylvania. Hey Gladdy, you're on the blaze. You got to turn down the turn down the radio, Gladdy. We'll come back to you. Um but turn down your radio cuz it's you're going to hear a delay uh otherwise and it's kind of confusing. Uh, let's uh, talk to Wayne in New York. Hey, Wayne, you're on the blaze. Hey, hey, how are you? Good. I just wanted to talk about when is some senator in the Republican Party going to stand up and say, listen, we're not talking about the Democratic Party anymore. We're talking about zealots. And I don't mean to come off as over the top, but the Republicans seem to think that they can talk bipartisanship. They can get a discussion going. The only thing the Democrats are interested in doing is just pursuing their own agenda at any cost. They're not interested in discussing anything. Mm-hmm. And I think it's time someone said, listen, it comes down to straight votes at this time. Go nuclear on every vote because trying to discuss or do anything with these people. Reasonableness is not in their dictionary. It, it's a joke. I mean, my father's, my Democratic Party no longer exists. And we just have to accept it for what it is. Yeah, that's but for sure. This poor man. They've destroyed this man's life. You know, to, to quote the great Ray Donovan, to what public office does he go back to uh, get his reputation? Yeah. It's yeah. disgrace. I know. Thanks, Wayne. Um, it, it would be nice if the Republicans would take a stand like that and stand up to these uh, extremists in the, in the Democrat Party. And they are extremists. The mainstream media helps the Democrats paint Republicans as if they're extremists. These people are actual, actual socialists. In many, many cases, admitted socialists or worse. And they support the groups like Antifa, who are who are violent left-wing thugs. And yet, uh, it's the Republicans who are out of control. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know why they don't stand up. They don't have any giblets hmm. uh, on the Republican side of the aisle. 
Uh, Twitter, did you hear that? Oh yeah, reset the reset the giblet, the giblet counter mm-hmm. um, because uh, there it is. And by the way, it's an eighteen point favorite, Wisconsin over Nebraska. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I'm just Appreciate letting you know that. because yeah, you wanted to know, right? You're well, f- five minutes ago, I well, wanted I to didn't know. have the answer five minutes ago. Better late than never. Uh, let's see if Gladys turned down her radio now. Uh, <laughs> Gladdy, hi, you're on the blaze. I'm I'm here, Good. and I just want I, a short little note here. Mm-hmm. I was yep. wondering. I'm 89 years old, by the way. Okay. And I was wondering exactly why Dr. Ford went to the party. When I was a little girl and a teenager, my mother said, don't go to parties where there's alcohol. You might expect something different. So I'm questioning, why did she ever go to the party and expect some whatever? And I just feel so sorry for Kevin Hall because... He is a wonderful young man, and it's horrible what they're doing to him. They're destroying him. Yeah. And that is so unfair. And I don't understand the society which will permit that kind of nonsense to destroy a human being who for 40 years has lived his life beautifully. Now, mm-hmm. what is it wrong with our country when they do this to a human being? I don't understand our culture anymore. Yeah. I am so sorry that this is occurring to this young man. And that's all I have to say. Well, thank you, Gladdy. Uh, you said it very, very well. Appreciate that. Thank you. And that's the difference between Gladdy's generation and the generation we're talking about where a young woman would go to a, an alcohol-fueled party. And it's not a problem. It's not an issue. When Gladdy was a girl, yeah, you've got to believe. It was like, what are you doing going to a party like that? That you can't ask that question anymore. Well, you it was an issue, though, because she didn't tell her parents, right? She was scared to tell her parents. Yeah, so that's it true. it was an issue. That's true. I mean, she was running with her tail between her legs, and she yeah, didn't like true. her parents, right? She didn't want to go in the grocery store with them. She didn't right. want to tell them that she was at her friend's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was going against her parents' wishes, yeah. apparently, Right. at that time, even back in 1982. So, But still, you, you know, oh, I, what I you're going to say is, well, that doesn't, that doesn't mean it's okay for him to do what he's accused of doing. And Absolutely I don't think he not. did. So, But that's obvious. You, it wouldn't be okay for him to, to do that even Absolutely so. not. But going back to Gladys' uh, time, it would be... Uh, you put yourself in that situation. Yeah. Yeah, it's changed a lot. <laughs> it's changed a lot since then. Uh, all right. Now, you've joined us a little bit early here. I can only assume uh, for uh, earwax purposes. Oh, oh my God. Are, yeah. Are you? Huh. He took a shot in the dark. Huh? Yeah. And I just mean, wild guess. Is your psychic ability working extra no, I, overtime today? I just, or? I, you know, my spider senses were tingling. I'll say that. <laughs> sure. It was that? <laughs> yeah, it might have been that. <laughs> Well, you're absolutely right. And I'm here to tell you about the WaxRx system. That's the method physicians trust the most, and it's just like the system they use in their offices. comes with everything you need to safely clean out your earwax and condition your ears conveniently at home for less than the cost of a doctor's visit. And listen, when you want to get your ears clean, do you want to do it at home, or do you want to go embarrass yourself in front of the doctor and Mm -hmm. say, I can't hear, and I think my ears are all clogged up, and they look at you like, why don't you just get the Wax RX system? And they may not let you take that pet home that comes out of your ear. Right. Yeah. No, they keep that. 
Yeah, yeah, they do. They keep that. I think uh-huh. that's legal. So if you want to keep the any kind of Next, debris stop. or pets that come out of your ears, you need to stop. do it at home. Go to the usewaxrx.com, usewaxrx.com, order your reusable ear wash system today. Use the offer code RADIO, have it shipped right to your house for free. Usewaxrx.com, usewaxrx.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns. Hey, uh, welcome. Triple eight, nine hundred, thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, a couple of uh, very strange stories uh, that have occurred, and both of them involve gigantic. Well, not gigantic in one case, but a very big hole in one case. Huh. Um, this happened in Arkansas. Uh, a fire hole. Yeah, so sort of the the hole just opened up and fire shot out of it. Exactly. So people were like, uh, "Is that Satan coming out of hell?" And he's looking for Arkansans. And he's gonna be dragging them down with yeah. him for about forty five minutes. Fire shot out of this hole for forty five minutes. And they cannot figure out. They can't figure what out what it was. It. it wasn't a gas leak. Nope. It wasn't a gas break. Nope. Wasn't a meteor. Was it wasn't a meteorite? Mm-mm. So they don't know. What happened? They still don't know. Nope. Um, Mickey Pendergrass, the county judge in Baxter County, Arkansas, uh, said they're still investigating this mysterious midway hole that flared into a spectacular 12-foot flame. Wow. Then burned at about 8 feet high for another 40 minutes. What if it's like an old uh, trash hole where they put debris in, you know, from different counties? That's, how, that's what they usually do is bury it. Yeah. Um, there's also a bunch of chicken farms in Arkansas. Could be a giant hole of chicken poop. I don't know. Just guessing. It's kind of gross, but maybe. <laughs> uh, Look at that. On the Blaze TV, there's a picture of it right there. Look at that. Look at that. Flaming hole. Really weird. Right there. Yeah, really weird. Boy, no kidding. I mean, or it could <clears> actually <throat> be Satan. And you look. No, they seem to have ruled out Satan. And you look. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what happens. That's what happens. Uh, you, right. you look down that hole. I mean, it's uh, it's it goes down there. It's it's it's. it's it's oh a, my gosh! A long way down. Yeah, as far as the spiritual Satan goes, we've ruled that out. Okay, <laughs> he didn't come up and stick his pitchfork in the ground and blow that hole out. Pendergrast said, "I doubt that Satan's gonna." Yeah, you know, he's come not gonna. Say, hey, I'm no. here. Yeah, right. He's not. Hey, hello. He's a little more subtle than that. Yeah, in your dealings you with Satan, know. is he more subtle? Does should, he is conversational? Hey, no, How does that work yeah, out? Yeah. Really? <laughs> and then, of course, the other hole that everybody's been talking about for the last several weeks, probably, is the hole in the space station. The Russians are yeah. saying that they think it was deliberately made. In fact, NASA kind of backs that up. The Russians think uh, the American did it because he didn't want to leave the space station. So he put a hole in the uh, in the space capsule that's going to take him back to Earth. And uh, that delayed the, tri- the trip back. Wow. What? Why would you want to stay up there? I mean, I guess he loves it up there. I don't. I don't or know. he really hates it back at home. Yeah, maybe He's that. Like, I don't. I'm not going home. Maybe that. I'm gonna. I, I will. I will knock a hole in the side of the space station to keep from having to go back. But NASA's comment on that was that the the conclusion does not necessarily mean the hole was created intentionally. Well, or the, with the Russian said it is. It was 
created uh-huh. intentionally. So you're believe the pinkos. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Hmm. Right? Interesting. Okay, whatever. Right. I, I don't necessarily. I didn't know that. Uh, I haven't seen NASA dispute that. Huh. But now they are. I mean, that's their 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 response is that the uh, the they're talking about Russian media reported that uh, the hole was not a manufacturing defect, ruling out right. any manufacturing defect. Well, but, it looks like a drill hole. Right. Have you seen it? Yeah. They, they've shown pictures of it. It looks like it was drilled but on the, purpose. But it says also in their in their release that the conclusion does not necessarily mean the hole was created intentionally or with malintent. At the time the hole was discovered, the crew of the space station consisted of three Americans. Two Russians and a German. I pointed the German. Yeah, absolutely the, the German. German. It's a stinking German. I mean, who invited the German onto it's, the space station anyway? It's the kraut. Mm-hmm. There you <laughs> That's go. That's who it is. <laughs> it's the dirty kraut. Wow. <laughs> who knew that Germany okay even had a that, space agency? I know. Astronaut. I know. They don't. They don't. <laughs> it was a contest <laughs> winner <laughs> from Der Spiegel. <laughs> Hey, our fourth caller That's wins right. a trip to the space station right. We're here. Giving away a Russian ride. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just call us at the Big Frog 1099. Where are you calling from? Germany. <laughs> All right, you won. won. You're caller number nine. Congratulations. You want a free hot dog and a trip on the space station. Uh, while the agency has not pinned the blame on anyone, Russian media outlets have repeatedly been quick to speculate an American oh, astronaut. Yeah. Could have been behind the damage. Mm-hmm. No, that's yeah, great mm. for them to continually. Well, the American oh. press is now uh, <clears throat> continuing saying that that's uh, the Russian astronaut. Are they? Yeah, because we just started. Oh. I love it. Good. The Cold War continues. We don't have to take that. Wow. You're right. We don't have to take that. I mean, so. it's the Americans. It's the Americans. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's either the Russians or that or the crowd or the crowd. Yeah. Crowd. I pointed the crowd too. The Ruskies or the damn crowd. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. <laughs> we kicked their ass so twice good. before. Yeah. We'll do it again. We'll do it again. <laughs> we'll do it again. And this time, don't tempt us. The only weapon at our disposal will be that drill that you <laughs> used to set us up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's go to Andrew in uh, Nebraska. Andrew, you're on the blaze. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, doing good. So I have serious problems with the roommates mm-hmm. stories because he. For one, he admits they're not friends. But right. Just because you li- you're in the same room as somebody for eight months doesn't mean you know them or know anything about them. True. I was I was in a group home when I was in high school. There was a kid. He got there about the same time, left about the same time. We were roommates for four months. We became really good friends. He went on to commit a mass shooting. Oh, man. Jeez. And... When I saw the news reports and they announced his name, my heart sank. I bet. Because that was my friend, and there was no way that I thought he could have done that. Mm. But obviously, I didn't know him as well as I thought I did. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't take any credibility on the roommate. Yeah, I don't either. I, I think you're, you're absolutely right about that. And this that. guy was only his roommate for a couple of months, <clears throat> he said in that interview Thanks, with CNN. And, again, they didn't like each other. Yep. They didn't even like each other. They didn't hang out. And the guy's a big-time Democrat supporter. So, you know, you don't think there's motivation there uh, beyond getting to the truth, which is what he said. I'm all about the truth. I just, I can't abide the fact that he didn't tell the truth, so I'm going to. Okay. Thanks. (laughs) 
Gotcha. Whoa, whoa. whoa. That was that the white supremacist symbol? Dude, dude. Oh no. Can we edit that? I meant <laughs> I meant that, that as out? the okay side. Sure what you meant it as, <laughs> my friend. Sure you did. We all know your heart's intent. I, I love that creation <laughs> that they that they uh they actually got them doing that. Uh, I know. Fantastic. Uh Maureen in Massachusetts, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, Pat. Hi. I um I wanted to let you know that, uh, was it the other day, uh, Jeff Flake was up here in Massachusetts? Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, John um, Kerry was with him. John Kerry? Yep. Yep. Well, yeah, I mean, who so, else are you going to run into when you're in Massachusetts? So, so something's right. funny. Yeah, that is kind of funny, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. So, so, I don't know. Because you know he's he's going around New Hampshire, New York, and all that to feel out he wants to run for 2020 um, flake. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. Well, good luck yeah. with that. seeing John Kerry walking with him. Something's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, Maureen. Yeah, you just never know. No, you do not. You just never know. No, it wouldn't surprise me. There was something, too. I, I heard some report uh, on the way in that Jeff Flake was colluding with some uh, foreign person on on getting Kavanaugh uh, not to be confirmed or something. Anybody heard anything like that? I think it was the crowd on the space station. Mm-hmm. It might have been the same guy. It might be. No, I don't, I, he I, may I, be the key to I, all of it. I don't remember it. seeing that, no. No? I mean, <laughs> it definitely wouldn't surprise me, but because uh, <clears throat> there'd be an awful lot coming out of Washington, D.C., would have to happen before it surprised me these days, I'll tell you that. And Jeff Flake, I mean, what a disappointment that guy's been, start to finish. Um, uh, From what we thought he was going to be, big Tea Party guy. He hit it well, man. He was a big Tea Party guy, and then immediately, uh, almost, he was co-opted. Either either he hit it well, or he lost his soul quickly. Which they do. In the fires of Washington, And we've seen that happen, too. Seen that happen many times. Uh, 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on uh, Twitter. Of course, we got Chewing the Fat with Jeffy coming up in a second. He's got its podcast for uh, extra fat chewing coming up later on uh, in the day. So we'll get to that coming up. Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Time to chew the fat with Jeffy. Thank you. This is Good the uh, chew the fat skinny version. There's a there's an expanded okay. fatness. Don't say skinny. Later on in the day. Correct. No. Uh, about uh, Less four chunky. p.m. Central, five p.m. Eastern. That's we, what it. Uh, that's what yeah, it drops. We try to drop the okay. drop it at that time. When every does our day? show happen? Uh, when do we get it podcasted? When does that? 
Um, the goal is by five o'clock Eastern. Goal is by the goal is by five o'clock. And it Eastern. should actually the goal should be like five minutes after the show's over, like before. Yeah, like to sure, the fat sure, drops. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. So that would be the goal, <laughs> right? I mean, that's, that's the goal. That's the goal. Yeah, <laughs> yes. you don't always hit your goal. <clears throat> no, you don't always. <laughs> I did just shut up. <laughs> Since we know nothing about it, let's just yeah. uh, let's move well, on. Well, my then. friend. All right, let's move on. Uh, you're mistaken with that, but yeah. that's okay. Okay. Uh, and I do have some other news compared to what we were talking about before we came back from break. To, <clears throat> okay. You, you'll be interested to know. Uh, it is Space mm-hmm. Week. We were talking about the uh, the Krauts and the <laughs> holes in space, the Ruskies mm-hmm. in space, but it is Space Week 2018. Really? Well, I, yeah, it just started. I don't know why it started. What does that mean? Thursday. What do we do with space? I guess week? we celebrate space. <clears throat> okay. We celebrate space. Yay, space! Yay, space! I just did. I mean, between <clears throat> according to these numbers, between 2006 to 2011, and then 2012 to 2017, NASA has spent 359.4 billion dollars. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But the private investment mm-hmm. has gone up like 296 percent. We're up to 13. 13 something billion uh, a year, a little over th- almost 14 billion from the private sector. That needs to go up a lot more. Mm-hmm. And maybe the NASA. It's still like about one tenth of what the government's yeah. spending. So, yeah, we, that needs to change. Yeah. And it will over time. It will. Oh, it has to. Right. I mean, it has to. We have to be able to. Uh-huh. We have to be able to do some things. You know, I'm so happy when they decided that, you know, we could probably use private contractors to go up to the space station and empty the trash and bring it back. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. Mm-hmm. I'm happy with that. Let's do that. Let's not have the government money. But mm-hmm. the, I don't know that they've actually, I mean, the the um, uh, NASA numbers have still gone up, but, you know, like 6% or something like that yeah. over that time. That's still not going down. Uh, it should go down. Yeah. If we're gonna, and I, I'm okay with it. That's the I, one I, thing I'm kind of not I know, consistent I, I'm on. Just going, with, me too. Because I love NASA. I love what they did. I love the innovation. Yes. I, I love the aspiration of it. I love that they set a goal and they hit that goal. You know, we got behind the Russians, and then the goal was announced, and man, they went after it, and I know, they did it. And they did it, and I hope that maybe we're working maybe a little bit closer with the private sector. Yeah. Uh, on but, that, so. That, but yeah, but again, I'm not that wild about that because NASA did such a good job at it. Um, but private sector has not proven to me that they can do as good a job yet. Maybe they can, but oh, all they I can see with four hundred billion dollars. Really, yeah, with four hundred billion. Yeah, they probably could do that. <laughs> they probably could. It's just a thought. Uh, Barnes and Noble. We talked yesterday about uh, Toys R Us. Uh, not cl- completely closing. They're still keeping the reins on the the name and uh, all the entities for the URLs. But Barnes and Noble is uh, contemplating selling uh, selling their place up to just they're just exploring strategic alternatives. Well, yeah, the, I mean they're done. Barnes and Noble, they're done. Were you at the, everybody were you knows at the board it. meeting. Yes, everybody knows it. <laughs> Come on, books. Okay, if you're so- selling books in 2018, hardcover books paperback books books with paper in them you're about done well, it's have, over for you you can get coffee and dvds and cds yes and that's what they're trying to supplement with but yeah. it's not going to work now, annual revenue topped seven <clears throat> billion dollars in 2012 okay mm-hmm. since falling to 3.7 billion cut in half okay now quarterly revenue Mm-hmm. In September of this year, seven hundred and ninety-five million down another seven percent. 
Jeez. I know. And it's going to continue that trend because yeah. it's just too easy to get electronically. If I want a book, if I want to read a book, and I just it just I find out about it at home in my bed while I'm looking at uh, my iPad for the night, and I see, oh, there's a new book I'm interested in. In 10 seconds, I can be reading it. Mm. Well, that eliminates the need for Barnes & Noble, doesn't it? Well, on top of that, I mean, even mm. if you didn't want to. And look uh, at Borders. They're gone. Uh, the, who was the other really big uh, uh, books a million? Yeah, gone. There is. There's still uh, some <clears throat> some uh, local books sellers because they deal in a lot of used books. Yeah, and uh, now, there might be a market good. for that. Still. There's still a big yeah. market for that, <clears throat> and they have new books there as well. Mm-hmm. But on top of just bringing it to your laptop, I mean, if I'm uh, if I'm sitting at home and say, man, that'd be I, that's right. I need. I'd like to read that book, and I'd like a hard copy. I mean. It's almost like uh, order it and Amazon drops it on my head. Yeah, there's. I that mean, it too. doesn't happen that fast, but pretty close. It's close. Do you, you do a lot of reading? I could have it. Yeah, I could have it in a few hours. Jimmy? You do a lot of reading. Yeah, I'm just wondering. Do you do a lot of reading? It's just a question, a conversational I, question. I do love, you do a lot of? I reading? love books. What kind of books do you read? I love books. All kinds. Pictures. All kinds. It's a very Sarah Palin esque uh, answer. Uh-huh. Yeah. All kinds. It's good. All yeah. kinds of books. I all read all books. I read all, I read all magazines. I can't all, all cite genres. just one. I I'm read them all. so not convinced he's all. ever read a book in his life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Come on. Huh? Yes, I have. Give me one. Give me one. <clears throat> Little Engine that could. That doesn't count. A great book. Yeah. A classic book. Sure. Green Eggs and Ham. Lived throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. It's good. He's still, he still has a name. We've all Good news from Europe. All right. Mm-hmm. Good news from Europe. That's, okay. gonna, That's an oxymoron. They're going to they're going to start curbing uh, climate change uh-huh. and global warming. Good. Okay. And we've got news coming from Switzerland. And we've got news coming from France uh, that they're helping. Okay. So mm-hmm. a Swiss firm has new feed that they're going to be feeding cows. <laughs> that's going to curb cow farts. Yeah, which okay it curbs the methane in right. the atmosphere. Now and uh, slows down global <laughs> warming. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now they sell their mixture to about a million cows a year. And, you know, they sell it to the cows. Yes, <laughs> the, yeah, cows the cows are buy it. actually buying feed. Yeah. Are they okay? Duh. Huh. Who do you think? <laughs> right. I mean, don't you buy They're your food? S- smart cows. Don't it's you buy your great. food? Where do they keep their wallet? These cows. <laughs> well, they're a walking they have- wallet. I mean, <laughs> thank you. They've got leather wallets. Thank you. Yeah, walking wallets. Good. <laughs> Actually, I like the walking wallets. <laughs> uh, but, but my point is, they've got there's 25 to 28 million cows in the EU. Mm. 25 to 28 million? Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's not a million cows. Well, they're not. I mean, please, we have that in Texas, I'll bet. How many cows do we have in Texas? <laughs> oh, boy, it depends on if it's slaughter day or <laughs> when are we taking the count? But while you're looking up the amount of cows in Texas to mm-hmm. go against what they have in the European Union, uh, Paris. Claims that they're going to be going car free on the first Sunday of every month. They're going to go car free on the first Sunday every month to improve air quality and share public spaces more fairly. I know. Starting this Sunday. But. We're distracted by counting cows right now. But that's fine. You can count cows. Keep talking to the audience. We have 94 million in the United States. So we only have Texas has 94 million in the United States. A million head of cattle. Is that what we have? Uh, Over a million. What about dairy? Dairy cows or cattle? That can't be right. I'm thinking cattle. Cattle, cattle. Beef cattle. You know, yeah, like they're long, talking. longhorns. Right. And what are they talking? I, I mean, 
Got to, there's uh, got to be a there's, ranking there's of states with the most down. cattle. Look at that, thirteen oh. over thirteen percent of all the cattle in the U.S. reside in Texas. Doesn't that say we have twelve million five hundred thousand? Oh yeah, yeah. Where'd what? They, what, that million figure was wrong? No, nah, that was. Uh, <clears throat> we yeah. have twelve million five hundred thousand. Yeah, so that's a lot of cattle. Twelve and a half million, and then ninety-five million roughly in the whole country. But okay, twelve and a half are in Texas. Wow, that's interesting. You're saying something it's about a day I mean. or something important but over that's, there? But that that's beef cattle. That's not that's know. not dairy it's cows. Cattle right? cares. I don't know. No, there's a big difference. It's probably care. not that big a deal. We're worried about your story now. We're Go really ahead. Enthralled here. So. Okay, Go so ahead. Paris is shutting down uh, the circle at one Sunday. That a stupid okay. roundabout yeah. thing. Now, the, oh, the, the, the city, the city center, is not allowing any cars on the first Sunday of the month. Well, except, mm-hmm. except there's delivery vehicles, um, local residents, public transport, taxis. <laughs> uh, they'll be allowed in the designated access points and repairmen and carriers and those attending religious services in the city will be able to use their cars too but completely shut down so wait completely <laughs> shut down that's gonna mm-hmm. i mean the air quality is gonna just a snap of a finger it's gonna be clear <laughs> it's gonna be better oh, instantly wait, ever hold on i've always been fascinated whenever they show the little traffic circle there you know and the city center what is the point to be in the middle like like if you have to go through it and you obviously need to get to one of the arteries outside of the circle there how do you end up in the middle and why that little mm. immediately inside circle right i don't know my brain is stuck on a stupid jean-luc godard flick that just shows a bunch of traffic in paris because of some film teacher that i had to take a class in the university of nebraska i'll never forgive him continue all right wow Okay, so if you wanted to be a, a homecoming queen in high school in today's world, mm-hmm. uh, would you ask for people's votes or would you just ask for people's votes while you're giving them brownies with pot in it? Uh, in Hartford, Michigan, I in mean, high, you're going to win. It seems like you could you're gonna win. get into a little bit of trouble you're for gonna that. Win. Well, perhaps. Is that, well is that I mean, possible? if people find out. <clears throat> yeah. And in Hartford, Michigan, I mean, a 17-year-old female gave brownies to some athletes. She wanted to be homecoming queen, and then they, they were a part of a, a goodie bag that she was giving everybody for homecoming week. And uh, the brownies uh, laced with marijuana oil. Uh, now, they, that's what they're claiming. Uh, has, they haven't got the uh, 100% test back yet. But uh, there was, uh, she gave away, uh, I think, a dozen brownies and uh, only got three back. So... They uh, they're still they're still looking into that, and they believe that uh, you know they they want to talk to the girl and find out if that's actually true because the principal said we're hearing rumors about this girl giving out pot brownies for the homecoming queen, but mm. the mom and the girl are out of state right now on a family emergency. Oh boy! <laughs> so I say vote for. Her. Make her be homecoming queen. Let's get it over with. Uh, I think the bigger issue is why do they have gender specificity in their homecoming? Thank you. Uh, oh my royalty. gosh. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's that's mm-hmm. the bigger issue right there. Why is there gender specificity? There should be no king and queen. Thank you. There should just be royalty. I mean, you are so right. Thank you. I, I know I'm so pissed at Hartford, Michigan right now. <laughs> <laughs> Their high school. <laughs> There's a lot to be pissed off of I mean, that's just in this world. Right. You lot. know, speaking of cattle mm-hmm. and uh, the millions of cattle, uh, massive beef recall. Very sad news. I don't know what I'm going to do this weekend. Uh, the JBS Tolson Incorporated in Tolson, Arizona, 
recalling 6,500,966 pounds of various raw, non-intact beef products that contaminated with salmonella. Ew, boy. And so where did this stuff wind up? The raw, non-intact beef items, including ground beef, packaged in various dates. Uh, The product subject recall, they ended up in, there's 57 case patients, 16 states, uh, dates ranging from August 5th to September 6th. So if you have a uh, beef product with the uh, EST period 267 inside the USDA mark of inspection, uh, that's you, know, you, need to, you need to not eat that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you need to not eat that. Apparently, uh, the USDA mark of inspection, they must have inspected it and not looked, not tasted it. Now, you know the common causes of salmonella. They're worried about people having the beef in their freezers. So if you have some of that beef, get rid of it or take it back where you bought it from. But that's a lot of beef, man. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of beef. Americans consume a lot of beef. Now, that having been said, salmonella cases in seven states due to an eggs. We have an egg recall. 38 cases of salmonella in seven states with an egg. The cage-free large eggs sold in grocery stores in Georgia, Tennessee, and Alabama were recalled in September after illnesses were confirmed. Now, they say they mentioned uh, Georgia, Tennessee, and Alabama, but then 23 salmonella cases have been reported in Tennessee, seven in Alabama, one in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, and Montana, and four in Ohio. Why is it always four in Ohio? <laughs> so I want to know. Uh-huh. I want to know why is it Fair always point. four in always. Ohio? Mm. It just doesn't make any, any sense to me why it's four in Ohio. Uh, Almost Halloween. And, of course, people uh, want to have their uh, crazy Halloween concoctions ready for uh, consumption. What are you going as this year? And uh, I haven't decided yet. Like, And do you go out with your kids, or do you stay at the door trying to scare the neighbors that show up? I'm not going. I don't care. Just go. Get out. Wait. No, but I'm asking, like, <laughs> do you stay in with the lights off, or do you stand there with candy? I, we, I actually, this year, I told my kids, look, I'll make a deal with you. I'll buy you, like, 800 pounds of candy. We'll just shut the lights off and stay inside. You should come to my neighborhood again. And uh, oh yeah, the last time was great. You, you promised me that it would be so great. We ended up with you know a couple candy bars. Thanks. Yeah, it's been hit or miss. It's like one year it's excellent, <laughs> the next year it's now, like uh, this is probably the last year, uh, last year that they go out. And I love Halloween. I mean, so uh, you're, so you're not taking me up on my empty offer to come over to my house? No, you can come to my house. Okay. Walk the neighborhood. My neighborhood's a lot. Gosh, I forgot where yours. you live though. <laughs> Good. Where, where is it? Good. <laughs> just come in, come in and make a left. I mean, you know your what? son's like 23 years old. He's still <laughs> trick-or-treating. Uh, oh, oh, he doesn't. It's like a beard. <laughs> <laughs> trick-or-treat. Oh, yeah, get off okay. my porch. <laughs> you, you, Who didn't continue to <laughs> trick-or-treat well into their teen years, brother? It's free candy. I didn't. I stopped at 12. Well, you like a normal you human being. Oh, you're on the mean And then I went out bullets. egging people. I wasn't trick-or-treating anymore. Wow. Hey, I was causing trouble then uh-huh. from that time on. No wonder you That's what a normal, self-respecting uh-huh. teenager does <laughs> well, they put on you Halloween. Well, like, I sent him out with his sister so I don't have to go. <laughs> yeah. Just go. If you had to go with your 23-year-old bearded son, there's a problem there. You know what I mean? So, Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't see really? a problem when with is, it. Uh, with my bearded son? Huh? Hmm? Okay. There's no problem other than trick-or-treating at 23 years old. It's That's free candy. That's where my principle mm-hmm. is. Thank you. Plus, we got you can't go out alone trick-or-treating. Uh, he's eligible for Social Security he's benefits taking, now. He's taking I mean, my daughter, his time. sister, out. 
It's, he's not. He's on he's Medicaid. It's my, time. My daughter and his it's sister. Time. <laughs> Plus, they're, they're, it takes two people to work by plan. If you're for on extra Medicaid, care. it's time to let trick or treating go. Never. All it right. Take, That's just a. It good takes two people to work my plan tip. to get the most candy. <laughs> All right. Okay. I mean, okay. That's a, it's a common. Actually, you should. This is actually an excellent scam. Do you want to tell really it to us? Closer your, to, I don't really appreciate closer to Halloween. Appreciate the word scam. Okay. I like that word. I love it. it it's but the bowl, right? With the one candy bar whatever. You have the, <laughs> the the kid takes the the bowl or the bag and, and they go up trick or treat and every every two or three houses you scoop the candy out of that and put it in another another sack. Mm-hmm. So when the kid goes up to the house, the kid still only has like one or two candy bars in the bag. So the the people go, "Oh, did you just start?" and they give you more. What a surprise you've developed this scam. Wait, see, there you go using wait, that word. It's not a scam. That's not the scam I thought you were going with. That's excellent. It's also the, the scam where you sit a bowl out in front of your house and you put one candy bar in it. Oh, that's a, no, that's not collecting. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's, yeah, that's, that's so you don't have to buy one. them. Triple eight nine hundred. give all my secrets 33, away. 33, 93. More chewing the fat coming up. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Finishing up Chewing the Fat with Jeffy. So before I got sidetracked with, uh, you know, handing out uh, Halloween uh, tips uh, to get more candy, uh, an Oregon-based ice cream maker is releasing the Halloween-themed ice creams that are eerily delicious. Are they? Like a pumpkin tea and black cocoa. But the Salt and Straw's latest flavors, it's going to hit uh, a hand. They have their trendy West Coast scoop stores. Uh, so it's not going to be... Uh, Available all over the country, just at their trendy West Coast scoop. Uh, it's made with uh, actual pig's blood. It's a Dracula's blood pudding ice cream. Okay. Ick. It's made with fresh pig's blood. Yay! Oh. And, you know, pig's blood, they use in thickener and soups, yeah. sugar, Yummy. chocolate, and milk. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I don't want to know that. I didn't I, I don't either. Know that. Yeah, that's... I don't want to know that. Okay, Nasty. that's not Muslim well, inclusive. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-mm. Or Jewish. Oh, my gosh. For that matter. Well, we don't care about that. What? No, no, no. But the other concoction that they have is the uh, matcha ice cream topped with crickets and mealworms. Yeah. Gross. If you're looking, if you're watching Blaze Television, you can see how that it looks oh. so good. It looks like something you would eat it on the Glenn Beck Radio so program. It's topped with zesty orange and dark chocolate, mm. covered crickets and coconut toffee brittle mealworms from the Oakland, California's Edible bug specialty store. Yeah. Why so, Why do they keep trying to get us to eat bugs? I don't know. Why? Because we'll I be there know. one day. I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand. And I'll tell you something. I did a story uh, the other day uh, on my podcast, uh, Chewing the Fat, uh, Chewing the Fat, Extra Fatness in the Afternoon, about uh, a story scientists have found this fungus that gets inside of ants and it turns them into zombies and then it kills them. Mm-hmm. And once that reaches human beings, we're doomed. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think that's the beginning of The Walking Dead right there, my friend. <laughs> they turn them in. The, the fungus gets in, eats them alive, fools all the other ants until it makes them go crazy. We're not far from that. But no, we are not. Mm. No, we are not. Good news from your city of uh, Houston, Texas, though, Pat. 
Uh, we talked about uh, they were going to open up the uh, the Kinky's Dolls showroom where you could go in and try to buy your uh, your robot sex dolls, but uh, you can't just you weren't going to be able to just buy them. You were going to be able to test them uh, while you were you know, while you were thinking about purchasing one, like a mattress. You go into a mattress store, you lay you on a mattress, take it for a test, right at the store. Uh, you just try it out and see if that's the one you like. Uh, and they have one in Toronto, Ick. and it was just his way of uh, you know trying to get around the brothel. <laughs> and uh, Houston, you have to pay to try it out. Oh yeah. Oh okay. So that's it. Oh, okay. So it's just a scam for him whoa, to whoa, continue whoa. his brothel. Oh no. <laughs> no. Whoa. No. Whoa. Uh, a man trying to do wrong business in America. Yeah, Four letter okay. word. Right. But uh, Houston uh, said uh, no. No, we, we can't do that. Now, they didn't make it illegal to sell the dolls. You just aren't going to be able to test them at the showroom. All right. You can still buy them. And and I know that when this originally st- story broke out that he was going to, he has one in Toronto. He wanted to do one in Houston, and he was talking about uh, looking into uh, the DFW area, although he mentioned that uh, Tarrant County, uh, which is a big part of DFW, uh, is uh, they wouldn't be happy about it. So he's got to try to find another place outside. Outside of the area, outside of Tarrant County. And now that Houston shut him down. Uh, wow. If, you, if Houston shuts you down on something like that, I mean, there's probably... I mean, it's kind of un-American. Aren't you supposed to be able to try a product before you buy it? <laughs> really? I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, mm-hmm. you say that like you don't think that's true. Mm, well, I mean, some products you can try before you buy. You're willing to be a beta tester for <laughs> sex robots? Just not sure that's what one is? of them. You know, Are you asking me? Because <laughs> my answer is yes. Uh, I mean, there's uh, no doubt about that. Uh, there's, all right. There's, there's plenty of brothels opening up all around the world, though. I mean, as a side note. Uh, with these, with right these dolls. Wrong, yes. Yeah. They have with charging stations like and, built uh, into I these mean, they're, they're, It's so much for a half hour. You pick the hair color. You pick what you want. Mm-hmm. You know I mean, it's... it's uh, People aren't know. happy about it either because, you know, they're opening up in weird places like next to churches and schools and things well some of the laws uh you're not able you're not supposed to be able to do that yeah you're not with some of those laws yeah but you know i i'm mad because it's putting real life humans out of work <laughs> i mean all right triple eight only on the blaze radio network is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Set it mulling over. Uh, moving on now and actually having the vote, the up or down vote on Brett Kavanaugh. Here's your chance, okay, Democrats. We did everything you demanded, absolutely everything. It's over now. Time for an up or down vote on this guy. You don't want him. Great. Here's Amy Coney Barrett. Let's go through that process. But uh, we'll see if that actually happens. Um, Mitch McConnell called the FBI report reassuring and said, now let's confirm him. So apparently there was not there was nothing earth shattering in there that we didn't already know. And that's what everybody seems to say is that it was all the stuff we've we've already heard. 
Nobody corroborated this story. No one. There are people who believe her. So what? If you weren't there, what difference does that make? You could doesn't matter what your opinion is. Looking for facts here. We're looking for evidence here. You don't convict a guy because uh, you just decided to believe the accuser. That's not how it works in the United States of America. At least not up until this point. You want to go back on that foundational principle? All right, well, let's rewrite the Constitution. Go through the amending process. 888-900-3393. A senior Iranian official has said that a missile strike by his country's elite revolutionary guards targeting jihadis just a few miles away from U.S. troops in Syria was a direct response to a warning voiced by President Donald Trump's national security chief. The U.S. and Iran are both battling the Islamic State militant group ISIS in Syria, but they back different factions during this seven-year civil war. Yay. So complicated over yeah. there. Why do we get? Why do we get enmeshed in this? <clears throat> and the, you know, we're both trying to un- undermine the other and the influence that the other has in the region. Just a reminder: big thank you to Jimmy Carter. Yeah. And many others, actually. Accusing Iran of conducting illicit activities and posing a threat to U.S. forces. Uh, John Bolton said last week at the 2018 United Against Nuclear Iran Summit that Tehran should take me seriously when I assure them today that if you cross us, our allies or our partners, if you harm our citizens, if you continue to cheat and deceive, yes, there there will indeed... Uh, there will be hell to pay. <laughs> Love it. It's great. Oh, He's he, great. He does not mince words when he uh, no. has an opinion to share. No, he doesn't. Uh, and this is kind of fun, too, because he just triggered a reporter yesterday by telling the truth about Palestine. <laughs> this is fun because nobody does this. Who does this? Well, John Bolton, you know, Nikki Haley might do it. Uh, but here's what happened on the discussion of Palestine. Thank you, Mr. Ambassador. You just uh, addressed Palestine and said it is a so-called state. Is that language productive in achieving the it's president's... accurate. Yes. So, but the president recommitted to... Um, the, the president in New York City, as you know, recommitted his goal to achieving a two-state solution. That's right. So um, is using that sort of language productive in his yes. goal? Yeah, sure, of course. It's not a state now. It does not Good. meet the customary international law. And it's never been a state. Uh, it doesn't control defined boundaries. Okay. Uh, it doesn't fulfill the, the normal functions of government. Mm-hmm. There are a whole host of reasons why it's not a state. It could become a state, as the president said, but that requires... Uh, 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 diplomatic negotiations with Israel and others. So Mm -hmm. calling it the so-called state of Palestine defines exactly what it has been, a position that Mm. the United States government has pursued uniformly uh, since 1988 when the Palestinian Authority declared itself to be the state of Palestine. We don't recognize it as the state of Palestine. We have consistently, across Democratic and Republican administrations, opposed the admission of Palestine uh, to the United Nations as a state because it's not a state. Wow. <laughs> his, his hands, his hands during that, if you saw the Blaze TV, I love how he does the air, air quotes, quotes Palestine. Palestine. And he even slipped in, he flashed the, the white supremacy OK sign. Oh, boy. I, I mean, boy. Oh, my. John Bolton. Oof. 
anyhow, that was that was fun. Fantastic. It's just great. He's I mean, it's brave because nobody does it. it just no one ever says it because it's politically incorrect. We're supposed to, you know, bend over backward to uh to the Palestinians. For what reason? I don't know. I really don't know. Uh they've been the aggressors in in terrorism. They were the aggressors when there already was a two-state solution back in 1947. It was they who said, nope, not good enough to the two-state solution. It can only be Palestine. There can be no Israel. That's why they went to war in 48. That's why. That's why they went to war in 65 and 73 and 81 and in the 90s again. Same thing. Over and over and over. They don't want Israel to exist. When one side doesn't want the other side to even exist, it makes, you know, negotiating a little bit difficult. <laughs> so, uh, it's it's great to see John Bolton with the giblets. To, even when the reporter is trying to play the progressive line. Uh, it's not productive. <coughs> is it productive to say so-called? When we're seeking a two-state solution? Yes. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I love that. And th- I love that. Think about that. You mentioned John Bolton has the giblets to say that. Nikki Haley. Um, you the know president who, of the, the United States. That's exactly what I was about to say. So the three people that come to mind immediately mm-hmm. that are the staunchest defenders of Israel and, mm-hmm. and her enemies mm-hmm. are this president and people that he has put into power. Yeah. And that says a lot. It does. And yeah, I, I didn't really see it coming. And I'll admit <laughs> right. that. I did not see that coming. Ditto. Uh, so good for him. It's been one of the really great uh, foundational principles of his administration is he's been a staunch supporter. The biggest support. I would say he's been the biggest supporter of Israel. Goes out of his way. This administration goes out of its way. <laughs> To um, defend Israel. And the thing that mm-hmm. always comes to mind when we talk about Israel or something going on with it, I always think back to that obscure news story that, that it was hard to even locate on the news radar about how uh, Ireland was keeping its citizens. They said, oh, if you order something, if you, if you, if you bring something back from Israel, some company, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, they were going to jump on the ban. Yeah, we're not going to let you into the country with The that boycott bandwagon is And what that's they were when doing. this administration said, okay, nope. you do that, then there will be sanctions against you. <laughs> or something. I mean, it's just hysterical. I, they, I mean, they just shut him down immediately. Mm-hmm. It made very little uh, noise in the public, but they really stopped Ireland from joining that boycott Israel movement. It was great. And he doesn't get enough credit for that. So this has been an an administration that's really been supportive of Israel. Uh, Ask Israelis what they think of Donald Trump. I think you're going to get a really high approval rating. Look that up. That's a great question. 888-900-3393. On the other hand, you've got uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who um, seemed to get a little bit mixed up about her terms and phrases and the kind of power she's going to wield if indeed she is uh, elected as everybody thinks she's going to be in uh, November. <laughs> here's what she here's what she said about what she's going to be doing after she wins her congressional race this November. After being spurned over and over and mm-hmm. over again, shortchanged on health care, shortchanged on 
criminal justice, short change on education. There's a lot of folks who don't want to believe anymore. And that is why what we have accomplished is such an immense responsibility. Yeah, it's incredible. It is a responsibility. You're amazing. Not just to deliver, because it doesn't mean that you get everything tomorrow. As okay. much as I would love that. I would yeah, love sure to get inaugurated January 3rd, January 4th, inaugurated we're January 3rd. healthcare, we're this, we're decarcerating wow. society. <laughs> but, but really, it is that we have a duty to always fight and maintain the strength of our values. Okay, so did you catch the problem there? A couple of them. That she'll be, that as soon as she's inaugurated mm-hmm. into office, She'll be signing bills into law. <laughs> she thinks she's going to have executive branch power in the Congress. She's not. She doesn't. She's not bright. Know what she's talking about. <sighs> New York. <laughs> Please. I know you're filled with liberalism. I know. I get it. But do you want somebody that ignorant about about this country and the position she's about to uh, be elected to? <laughs> you're... Pumpkin, you're not going to be inaugurated and you won't be signing any bills. Okay? Somebody else does that. I know you'd love that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's jumping ahead seven years to when she runs for president and is elected. But can you change it for me? Because I'm, I'm a millennial. And so yeah. you should change it for me. Right. I can't be told no. I mean, you know, at least give me a participation inauguration. Right? I deserve that. I love the alliteration on participation. Inauguration. Uh, Do you want those numbers on Israel and what they think of uh, Trump and Obama? I would like to hear that. This was just a few months ago. Um, Who who did the poll? uh, Do we know? Herod's News. uh, Oh, okay. So it was an Israeli uh, Mm -hmm. agency. All right, go ahead. Strongly approve Obama, 19%. Strongly approve Trump, 49%. Forty-nine percent. All right. So forty-nine to nineteen, Trump approved more than Obama, and strongly uh-huh. oppose Obama. Forty-six percent strongly uh, oppose um, Trump. Twenty-two percent. In other words, the numbers mm-hmm. are completely inverted. Okay. So that's uh, it's great. There you go. Just like you thought. It's great. Um, and not a surprise. I mean, it was Obama who went on the uh, you know, the sixty-nine, the sixty-seven border thing. Oh. Uh, we got to go back to the 67 borders. No. Um, I don't think Israelis agree with that. Yeah, let's do that. Let's go to the December 31st, 1967 border. Yeah. After. Yeah, after the war. <laughs> after after the, the six-day war. war would be great because they gain a lot of territory if you do that. All right, 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up here. Pat Gray. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray. That's tomorrow, by the way. On the frozen tundra of the human mind, we will take to the battlefield for moron trivia. Should be fun. Uh, last week was kind of tough because Baltimore was involved. 
<clears throat> and uh, Baltimore is very difficult when yeah. you, when it comes to getting people on the phone at a convenience store. And the record for Moron Trivia in 2018 is 3-1, and this week it's Minnesota Vikings and Philadelphia Eagles. Is that a Sunday night game again? No, yes, maybe. I don't No, know. yes, maybe. Okay, very, very good answer. I don't think so. No, I think it's uh, the late game, uh, like a 4 p.m. Eastern game. Uh, is it? Sunday afternoon. All right, 888 And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Kim uh, tweets, how did Cortez graduate college, let alone grade school? That's a really good question that I no one knows the answer. It's like the metric system. No one knows. It's impossible to know. Right? No, it's impossible to know. Oh, and, and, and speaking of Cortez, TJ Toppin thinks that uh, – AOC thinks she's running for president of Congress. <laughs> she probably does. <laughs> Ugh. Struggling Lumby? Ah, we have a double giblet day. Ooh, triple giblets. Did you drop triple d- uh, giblets today? Did I? I don't, I don't wow. Maybe. It's possible. Now it's up to four times. It's possible. Nice Pig. Job. You know what that's from? Who knows? Who knows the rest- reference? It's possible. Pig. <sighs> Anybody know the reference? Come on now. Nobody knows? Come on. I'm I'm kicking myself already. It's possible, pig. It's a Princess Bride I reference. Al- I almost said that, but Come I wasn't on. positive. Like all so my references wanna... are from yeah, Prince, almost true. all. Either yeah. either Princess Bride or Groundhog but what Day. What scene was that though? Or uh, Scrooge. What scene was that? He's laying on the bed. Uh, he is uh, Wesley is laying on the bed and. The guy's, you know, the prince is telling him that, yeah, you can't even get up off that bed. You're too weak. Um, and he said, it's possible. Pig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then he gets up off the That's bed. That's true. And threatens him with. My bad. Leaving his ears intact and slicing everything else up. Well, I took a dark turn there. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. When you think about it, yeah, that is kind of dark, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We got to play this video from this. Uh, this. Oh. Women's reproductive rights supporter. <laughs> He's just defending women's reproductive rights. There's no need to get upset about this. Does he kick a woman? Yes, but <laughs> I mean, so what? He's she had it coming, had it coming. right? Yeah, because she's holding she a wants camera. To take away a woman's right to choose. She wants babies to live. Oh, you gotta what kick. an you idiot! Gotta kick someone <laughs> that wants a baby. To, to live, live, to be born, kicker. Ugh. Here's what happened. What? You they actually have people filming you the whole time. Which cool. is kill what kind of Guess thing? what? Hey, destruction of private gets, property. Against the law. Somebody gets raped by somebody, and they're like, "I'm a 16 year old, and I can't have this baby." Think you should keep it? It's a baby. If someone was raped and she gave birth and she decided to kill her three-year-old child. Mike. Oh, I meant to get your phone. Someone call the cops. Do not touch me. Someone call the cops. Listen to that. Listen to that. Listen to that. I meant to kick her phone. I I can't I can't have a, a, a intellectual debate, so I decided to kick her. Oh no, I'm sorry, I meant to kick your phone. Screw you. I mean, that yeah, police showed up mm-hmm. and they did nothing about it. Yeah, that wasn't a bad kick. What? Oh, okay. It wasn't a bad kick? It was no. a quote, bad kick? Mm-mm, it wasn't a bad kick. Wasn't it between a good That's kick fine. and a bad kick? Uh, 
A bad kick is done by somebody on the right. A good kick is done by that guy in the purple sweater. And he clearly hit more than her phone if he was Uh like, I meant to kick just your phone. Oh, because that makes it better. So that wasn't assault. It was just a little assault. Ah, don't worry about it. We're not going to take him in for a little assault. If it was a big assault, or again, if somebody on the right did this, if one of you people kicked him, Mm -hmm. why then, sure, we'd have to... We'd have to actually do something oh, about yeah. that. Oh, yeah. It would be a split screen with the Kavanaugh proceedings on one side uh-huh. of CNN, and it would be the mugshot of whoever kicked that guy. You don't think MSNBC and CNN would be making a big deal All of that if the it. shoe was on the other foot? If he's the one holding the sign, somebody walks up and roundhouse kicks him? Uh, it'd be everywhere. This country. See, we told you these people are violent. You know what? It's the violent rhetoric coming from people on talk radio. That's what inspired him. So not only should the person who did, who made the kick be prosecuted, but so should everybody on talk radio. You know, you need to shut them down. They need to be silenced. Coming apart at the They're seams. Dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's well coming apart. Of, we came apart yeah. at the seams. Now we're just kind of spilling out everywhere, kind of like uh-huh. when Jeffy sits down. Sure. But then again, you got, I mean, the most natural thing in the world, uh, this story about men wearing stiletto heels now. Apparently, <laughs> a lot of men want to wear stiletto heels. And that's completely cool. You know, if they could just find the right size. Because here's the problem. Normally, stiletto heels are for women. Um, so there's not a lot of... A lot of sh- stiletto heels. And that why fit is men. that? Why the hate? I don't, why why are stiletto really heels just for women typically? Good question. Like Shaobo Han put on his first pair of heels at age 11. Um, they weren't Han's heels, of course. He took them from his mother to practice, quote, prancing around the house when no one was around, Sweet. unquote. Okay. He thought that boys weren't supposed to wear heels, so he made sure to play with them in private. He said, I have other male presenting friends. <laughs> male presenting. These are people who present themselves <laughs> as men. They're not really men. They just present mm-hmm. themselves that way. And they have the same memory of trying on their mother's clothes. It's fascinating that a collective memory exists. Even though nobody taught us how to wear heels, we all tried on our own. Now, I'm a male presenting man. You, you I are, can honestly say... I never once tried on my mother's clothes. Not her shoes, not her nope. nylons, nope. not her brazier, nope. nothing. Um, years later, Han said he went to Forever 21 to buy his first real pair of heels for 40 bucks. I was lucky that my shoe size is a men's 8, which is a woman's 10. Other people aren't as fortunate. If they have larger feet than mine, it's almost impossible to find something that fits. There's this problem in society that we need to address. Oh, someone Why? will. Why? Someone will, man. Why aren't there men's stiletto heels in men's sizes? This is an issue that is going to be addressed. You know it will be. If a boy had larger feet, he could find stilettos at a drag store, but that resource would drastically limit any he'd have in his own style. Those shops cater to performers, so the shoes are much more outrageous, Han said. At drag outlets, you know, you find the studded stilettos, the leopard print stilettos, but nothing subdued. Time out. Not the day-to-day stilettos that I want to wear around the house or down to the grocery store. Time out. Yeah, because who doesn't wear stiletto heels to the grocery store? No, you're missing the point. What man? Pat, you just said Mm. drag outlets. Mm Mm-hmm. Which means that 
there are outlets for drag queens. Drag shops that then send uh-huh. to one huge uh, receiving store, mm-hmm. an outlet store. So, so it's such a thing mm-hmm. that there is a drag outlet store. Well, yeah, that's the point of the story is, is how it, big a thing this is becoming. Is it at Tanger? Like, is it at the outlet mall now? Yeah. Where we have like drag queen apparel stores? I could probably get into real depth on that if I was a person who frequented those places. And, oh, you're and just I presenting. Don't. Not that there's anything wrong with just, that. You're just presenting mail. Mm-hmm. You're presenting mail. So. So Han, the guy in this story um, Mm -hmm. who started dressing in stilettos when he was 11, he grew up to be a graphic designer. And along the way, you know, he running the femme footwear line Syro with business partner Henry Bai. The Brooklyn-based company sells heels and boots in men's sizes. So there is that outlet now from 5 to 14. Styles are chic and trendy. There's plaid, patent leather over the knee, but not gaudy kinky kind of boots like a drag queen would wear this is for every day of it like your church stilettos okay if you're like if you're going to church mm-hmm. and you're a man who just wants to you just feeling the stiletto look at church that day mm-hmm. this is for you you know you don't want to go over the top with your stiletto heels when you're wearing them to church i don't want leopard print okay. at church that would be too ostentatious yeah church isn't the place too showy but my plaid or patent leather yeah. stilettos that i wear at church oh, now that's obviously you, you totally pla- appropriate you wear the plaid ones to church yeah totally appropriate okay of course well whether a customer is male trans or non-binary mm-hmm. the mission of syro is to promote femininity and encourage you know a fluid sense of style yep that we all crave so, make, so much. Making me sad, Pat. We get emails where kids are saying how grateful they are to discover us, which is really heartwarming. Okay. Han said. Yeah. They tell us that they're wearing them to prom or to a wedding. Oh, Lord. Those spaces are so gender conforming, so <laughs> it's nice to provide them a way to express themselves and challenge norms. I hurt for my country right now. But to a large extent, the mainstream fashion industry still relegates genderqueer, non-binary, or trans women back to the shameful... Empty house burned in Han's collective memory. Stilettos especially have never been kind to anyone with large feet. Mm-hmm. I got it, yeah. Yeah. For instance, Bigfoot probably wouldn't wear stiletto heels. Probably not. You know, probably not comfortably not. anyway. And then he would be in the forest, though, so it'd be mm-hmm. like that guy at his mom's house as a kid. It'd be empty and no one would be around to see Imagine it. Imagine how fashion-forward it would be, though, if Bigfoot wore stiletto heels out in the... And then that Zabruder film would be... <laughs> now, the Zabruder is the JFK thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who took the photo of... Right? Of, uh, we need to find that out. Someone from... Because uh, if he was in stiletto heels, that would have been a <laughs> really cool moment. Okay, so here really come the cool. memes with Bigfoot wearing stilettos. Oh, I'd love to see that. Use the hashtag, <laughs> put that in your pipe. Yep. Send it to at Pat Unleashed. All right. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. we got a... Uh, yeah, that millennial now, um, young uh-huh. Republican yeah. coming up next. What's his name? Chris Betts. Chris Betts. Uh, we'll talk to him about how millennials feel about all of this. Mm-hmm. And the Beto and uh, Cruz thing coming up. <laughs> Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network.
Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888 thirty three. We are joined right now by Chris Betts, who is the national committee man for the Texas Young Republicans. Chris, welcome to the Blaze. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what is exactly a, a committee man? So kind of think of it in um, perspective as I am the Young Republicans version of like Ted Cruz or John Cornyn. I'm basically our senator. I take our Texas issues to the national Young Republican stage and represent us and kind of help press legislative priorities. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so that you are that guy for Texas then? Yes, there's a national committee man and a national committee woman. Okay. Uh, shouldn't it be national committee person? Hmm. Shouldn't we be hmm. gender non-specific? Mm-hmm. Isn't that important, Chris? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we don't want to trigger anybody. Yeah, you know? right. Be careful. Right. We don't want them to run into their cry room and seek a safe space all of a sudden. So you're, uh, you are in Texas, and you're heavily involved in the political scene here. Um, so how many text messages are you getting from the Beto O'Rourke campaign? Because uh, we... Unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, I haven't gotten any. Um, oh, wow. I've been telling people that are getting them to go ahead and tell them that they want signs and they want goodies so we can kind of run, out, run their money down a little bit. So. <laughs> now, I... I'm curious from your position, uh, you know, kind of in the grass grassroots and being, how old are you? I am 31. Okay. So being a millennial, uh, you're hearing from hopefully a lot of people, a lot of your peers, your age. What What is your sense of what's going on in this race between uh, Ted and Beto? I think there's a lot of um, just frustration across the board. Um, people are frustrated because... I'm sure everybody's heard. Everybody wants signs. Um, people are frustrated mm-hmm. because they don't necessarily agree with Beto, but some of them don't really see, or at least from the optic side, that they don't feel like Ted Cruz is really pushing or fighting for it. Which, um, so I, I see there's a lot of kind of just across the board a lot of discourse, and so unfortunately it's kind of hit that point. But um, I think the grassroots have kind of kind of taken up arms to go and handle that vacuum of power, so to say, to get signs, to get things working, uh, to get people moving, and to get the vote out. So does it, it seem to you like it does to us that Beto's kind of the one who's created some momentum around his campaign, some excitement, some buzz? Yeah, he's just the new guy. Uh, yeah. I think that's pretty much what it comes down to. Is he's the new guy. He's on the scene. Nobody really knows anything about him. He preaches the free stuff thing. And, um, and people don't really realize that free stuff from the government means not, not free at all. So um, it's one of those kind of he's just kind of trending on Twitter right now. But I think after this election, he'll kind of go away. Yeah, the... I hope so. I hope he doesn't go away to Washington, D.C. Uh, that would be really well, bad. True. I just want him to go away back to El Paso, which would be very, very nice. Um, we're talking to with Chris Betts. He's the National Committee man for the Texas Young Republicans. How do you see this uh, Kavanaugh situation playing out? Uh, well, from when it first started, I was kind of like trying to see and kind of be as like out of the loop, not out of the loop, but kind of um, disattached as possible because I was like curious, like sexual assault is a very serious thing. Um, and so I was kind of kind of stayed detached. And I remember I was even talking to some people in the RPT whenever Kavanaugh got up and started talking about it. He kind of got teary eyed. I was like, tears won't help you, Kavanaugh. But after he spoke, I was very like, mm-hmm. we got to stand up for this guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when the FBI prosecutor said there's not there's not a single line of just the story's not straight ever in Ford's case. I think what's happening is people are kind of seeing what the left is doing and abusing this woman if she's if, if she's a puppet or if she's you know, being abused by the left, either way, they're aligning with Kavanaugh because they see that the Democrats are kind of just abusing people to get what they want. Um, And they see that Kavanaugh is a good man. He's been fighting for stuff. And 
they're curious why this didn't come up when George W. was talking about Kavanaugh for Supreme Court back when George W. was president. So um, it just all kind of looks like a tool um, and kind of just trying to bend the rules to get what they want instead of trying to do the right thing. Tool is a good word for most Democrats, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it really, really does seem to fit. Um, do you, so you have the sense that the the people in your age group um, that you interact with, they, do you think you think this is backfiring on Democrats? Because it feels that a little bit like that to me right now. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think that it's backfiring. I think people were very on Ford's side originally. Then they started seeing everything pan out, and then the echo chamber people that are always making you know the most noise for Democrats in their favor have kind of like quieted down a little bit, and there's some still making noise, but. Most of it is people coming to Kavanaugh's defense and getting fed up with how the left is doing this. So I think it is backfiring. Um, do you sense that the uh, the parties have any sort of fear uh, of the American voters? Um, or or do you think that they just don't care? Either? I mean, even because I don't think that's just a Democrat issue. I think the Republicans, from a lot of our standpoint, have sort of turned their back on voters do you think that the two parties have any sort of fear of the American people anymore at all? And, and that, and that reflects their policymaking decisions. Well, I mean, and I think I would think that, yeah, both sides are kind of a little bit, a little bit hesitant, a little bit scared um, just because a lot of people, they feel a little entitled to their position once they get elected. I mean, racing against an incumbent mm-hmm. for any kind of race in Texas, you got a 94% chance. Uh, to lose against an incumbent. So a lot of these people just feel like they get it. Um, and the low information voter margin is kind of rising every year. Um, and so I do think that um, the GOP is starting to get scared because more and more people are getting active. Trump's activated a whole different base, people that were never active before. Um, and I think that the GOP wasn't expecting anything from Trump or across the board or anything like that. So they're kind of trying to figure out where they lie. And I think that people are getting scared. I think that um, you've seen people campaign earlier across the country. People are trying to get in the race earlier, go and campaign. You see more and more people going and knocking doors themselves instead of having just campaign helpers. Um, I think people are kind of worried about this whole paradigm shift of what's happened. How do you feel about uh, Donald Trump? You, you mentioned the president. Um, were, were you a big Trump supporter before the election? No, actually, no. I was all in for Ted Cruz, um, 100%. I was all nice. Cruz crew, um, hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, and the president, I think he's won me over, um, his policy, maybe even get him off Twitter a little bit, but his policies <laughs> have been really strong for the American people. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think he's been, uh, a pretty pleasant surprise. Um, but how do you, how stressed, uh, is the GOP right now about losing registered voters and about losing, um, you know, to the blue wave in this November election? From, from my eyes, I, from all the grassroots, everybody's talking about a red wave. Everybody's talking about getting so active, going out there and knocking really? doors. Um, and, yeah, I, learned, I know a lot of people are really fired up right now. And the more stuff the Democrats do, the more fired up the right has been getting at the grassroots level, from, from my eyes. Wow. Uh, I've seen people that aren't engaged at all. Like my dad, he's not engaged hardly at all. He watches the news, and he gets all upset, and then the commercial comes on, and he forgets about it. You know, um, But he's, mm-hmm. he's been out block walking. You know? he, people have been doing stuff that they haven't done before because they see the trouble that's going on now. As far as the GOP side, um, the party side, I think that they're trying to. I think they're not really familiar with how to do it because Texas has been red for so long. They're not used to fighting like an underdog. They're kind of just, we'll just keep doing what we've always done and we'll be fine. And they're kind of hoping and praying. Well, that gives me a little hope because I, we started at the very beginning of this campaign between uh, Beto and, and Ted Cruz 
we were kind of mocking the fact that we'd seen a couple of yard signs for Beto and how frightening that was in this in the scope of the whole state, and maybe we'd seen two signs. Well, uh, since then, we've seen a lot of Beto O'Rourke signs, and even in places where you wouldn't necessarily expect to find them, like heavily Republican um, uh, neighborhoods that are upper middle class or or rich neighborhoods. And it's a little disturbing, and I was starting to get a little freaked out about it until very recently when, like you said, it seems like people are getting a little more excited about the race and starting to realize that, hey, Ted needs our support too. He's not just going to show up at the ballot box and win this thing. Do you, do you have this same sense that maybe the tide is turning a little bit? Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, it's, I mean, there's a big thing that Beto, I mean, how much money has he raised in, in Texas so much? And he put $7 million towards signs and getting name recognition built out. Mm-hmm. And it's true, like the same thing I've seen. You'll go down in South Texas and just see a Governor Abbott sign and then a Beto sign right next to it because he's not campaigning as a Democrat. He's campaigning and his camp teams out there are campaigning him as Hispanic. 100%. Right. Right. Um, and so they're, people are just, they're just kind of playing and hoping and, you know, on this low information voter just to say, oh, no, we, it's Sarah Cruz. They're both the same, but we like Beto better because he seems nicer in person. And they don't ever really look at what the policies that he wants to change everything that Texas stands for into California so we can fall apart, too. Uh, Chris, appreciate your time. Uh, Chris Betts, the National Committee Man for the uh, Texas Young Republicans. Thanks for everything you're doing. Um, just get out there and mobilize the millennials uh, because we're, we're going to need them in, uh, on November 6th. Or seventh, or whenever that vote is, it's coming up soon. Yeah, Democrat voting yeah. days on the eighth, right? <laughs> right. Uh, thanks a lot, Chris. Appreciate your time. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I mean, that gives me a little bit of hope. Good, because I thirty one year old guy who feels like maybe there's some momentum for the Republicans. A red wave. He's talking about. Um, I'll take I, it. I I don't know that I've seen a lot of signs of that, but um, you know, I'm I'm. A little more hopeful than I was before because, you know, our our perception from where we sit isn't necessarily the reality of everything that's going on in Texas. Because, uh, like I said, we've seen a ton of those stupid Beto signs, and we've seen and heard from a lot of people who actually believe he's Hispanic and want to vote for him because of that. Guy's Irish American, uh, but he's done a brilliant job of just doing the Beto for Senate. That's all it says. Beto for Senate on the signage, on the yard signs, on the bumper stickers, because he's trying to create the impression that he's Hispanic, and so Hispanics should vote for him. He has a heck of a tan working as well, I'd like to point out. <laughs> we should find should find a photo of him from Old last photo. year oh, okay. and compare it to this year. Or before he got into politics. Yeah, maybe. or before he got into <laughs> at the, the Senate race, at least. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up here in a sec. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. 888-900-3393 in a pat unleashed. <laughs> well, we knew this would happen. <laughs> sure enough, it did. 
<laughs> uh, Nicole has uh, found some photos <laughs> yeah. of men. Well, we assume Bigfoot's a man. We do. I don't know that he is. Yeah, I don't or know. Or she, that it is. Um, because men are taking to stiletto heels now, apparently. Not that there's anything in the world wrong with that. I don't even know why you need that qualifier. I I just want to make sure. Okay. Everybody knows we're not disparaging any man who wants to wear stiletto heels. It's Mm -hmm. perfectly acceptable Mm -hmm. and appropriate. Mm -hmm. Who am I? Who am I? Um, But, you know, because of the big feet, bigger feet (laughs) issue, they're not really (laughs) meant necessarily for for men, uh, which is so discriminatory. Sure. And we were wondering about, you know, maybe there should be, like, photos of Bigfoot wearing stiletto heels. You would expect that. And now there are. And thanks to Nicole. She um, found it. She <laughs> there's Bigfoot wearing the stiletto heels and I guess they're like the Ugg. Uh-huh. They're Uggs stiletto heels, which is nice. And you just retweeted <laughs> this out by the way at Pat Unleashed. Cuz uh, and then she also found a picture of the stilettos, stilettos that uh, that I take camping. I, I don't know how she knew this, but she, oh, yeah. she did, and there they are. You were trying to act like you, that wasn't a thing you did. I don't, I don't know if I go for them in yellow, but you know, that's not necessarily my color. But uh. those are the exact stiletto heels I wear when I go camping. You wear camos. It's the exact camo version. Yeah, of that? sometimes camo. Uh-huh. Um, I'm kind of into purple, as you can see today. I've got the purple stripes on my shirt, so yeah. That's good. That's a. I mean, this is a judgment-free zone. So you, you, you hey, do you. Who are Pat. we? To mm-hmm. each his or her own. To each their, their own. Their own. It's on their. Everyone's uh, happy. Yeah. We want to use the proper pro- yes, pronoun sir. because we don't want to be sued or put into jail. <laughs> As well you can said. do in in California, didn't that pass? Where you can go, you can be charged with a crime for uh, using the wrong pronoun. Oh, that's after right. After being school, told about it in. Schools. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was actually a crime. Huh. So, <laughs> I don't want to commit a crime. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Just to just to have a little bit of fun. Okay. At the end of the show, I like that. Uh, we mentioned earlier that Remy has a new parody out. Uh, he's just come out um, mocking some of the arguments being made by Trump about trade and the trade deficit. Uh, let's take a look at this new parody. Banana Zunana. Let's put some tariffs on Banana Zunana. They should be grown in East Atlanta, na na na. Or maybe even Alabama. Take jobs back from Havana. Uh huh. Banana Zuna. Havana is killing us on trade, I fear. Now that seems over. Look, they have jobs we no longer have here. And now we sell I Why can't we grow bananas ourselves? They taste worse than cost. Don't be so stubborn, try one yourself. They need more water. Just grab and peel it like a Texture is intriguing. Internally, I'm bleeding. <laughs> Got me feeling like Ooh, we're gonna make a killing. I have to go. Oh na 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 na. Bananas, ooh na na. We'll put some tariffs on bananas, ooh na na. They'll soon be grown in East Atlanta, na na na. Is he ever talking? 
or maybe even in Savannah, where brilliant central planners uh-huh. banana zunana. <laughs> oh boy, I've uh, I've I've uh, been stranded in East Atlanta before. I I'm not eating anything mm. from there. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Think of the mean streets. I I don't really. I uh, think it's a good idea to grow bananas in the United States because they don't seem to turn out. I mean, there's a reason for why uh, they were reacting to the locally grown bananas in East Atlanta the way they were. <laughs> I've grown bananas in Houston, Texas. Oh, did you really? Yeah. We had a banana tree. Oh, wow. You cannot kill those things. Oh, try as I may, I tried to kill that thing and couldn't do it. You'd cut it down to the ground. It grows back at about 15, 20 minutes, bigger than it was before. I mean, these things huh. are amazing, and they produce these bananas that are little. Oh. You know, they're not like the cute. the big tropical. This is a subtropical region, so they're just little and small and tough and icky. Uh, I don't. I really wanted to have bananas that grew in my yard, but you, they're inedible. You know, I'm jealous of you, quite frankly. Inedible. Because think mm-hmm. about this: you just said you cut down the banana tree, it grows back. It, mm-hmm. you, you said it, it produces bananas, whether they're not the greatest, whatever. Yeah. Let's see. I have had two little tomato plants this year. I think I've ended up with a total of five uh, little cherry tomatoes all summer mm-hmm. long. Yeah. Two okra plants with. Uh, the have per- you tasted them? Uh, the tomatoes were fine. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Well, a okay. couple of them were a little sour. Mm-hmm. Uh, out of um, two bunches of okra, we've had one, uh, one, one piece of okra, all summer long. Uh, the. Uh, How did that taste? I mean, okra sucks from wherever it comes. That's so. not true. We haven't had it yet. It's, mm. uh, it's sitting okay. on the kitchen counter as we speak. I just came All in right. from the fields after uh, harvest. Uh, let's see. Squash didn't didn't do anything but flower. Little yellow flowers, but no no squash. No actual squash. Yep. Uh, yep. And then uh, fruit, vegetable, yep. whatever that is. And it's actually, I think it has to be a vegetable, right? It's too nasty to be a fruit. And what else did you grow? I think that's that it, it because okay. I'm terrible. Oh, well, I think a I mean, grand total of five cherry that tomatoes wasn't a surprise and, a, to and anyone. a piece of okra all summer long. It ends up mm-hmm. after calculating the water and the man hours and stuff put into it. It's about mm-hmm. $4,722 per individual piece of food. Oh, that seems worth it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, 888-933-93. Have one other uh, piece of fun here from PragerU. Uh, as they go out on the street in Hollywood talking about whether or not America is great. What's up, guys? This is Will Whiff from PragerU. Today we're back on Hollywood Boulevard, and we're asking people if they think America is great. Let's get started. Do you think America is great? No. Do you think America is great? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, who are you? Elena. Elena? Are you with anyone? Like, romantically? (laughs) No. (laughs) Do you think America is great? Yes, I think America is great. It's always been great. Thank you. Know, you. Our president come on to make make America great again. It never was not great. What countries huh. are greater than America? Germany, Sweden, like countries that have free education, health care. Like uh, nobody should be homeless. Do you think America is great? Absolutely. Do you think America is great? Sometimes. Do you think America is great? Yes, I. Do you think America was founded on good values? No. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, why not? 
I mean, everything that's happened to develop America has been pretty bad, so <laughs> I don't know. Just America being is pretty bad? Like discovering America and things like that. It was like a bad yeah. outcome. I mean, we had to kill Indians, but it's okay. How do you get rid of the Jeez. homelessness here? Information. What are the things you think we need to fix in America? Oh, look around you. What do you think in America could be improved upon? Everything. Do you love America? Well, I think it's a great country in the world. Yeah, but love, I love my own country. What country are you from? Taiwan. Not China. <laughs> <laughs> Taiwan. Okay. Do you think America is the greatest country on earth? No. Do you think America is the greatest country on earth? <laughs> I don't think that, but I mean, it's a, it's a good good place to be. What's a better country? Uh, you know, I think they're all equal in the right. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> what country do you think is better than America? It seems like, hmm. to tell you the truth, it seems like everybody that I meet from Canada is so happy. And I mean... I think because they have free health care, though. Doing here, Is there then? anywhere else in the world you'd want to live? Free mm -hmm. health Yes. Where? Heaven. <laughs> You're already here in L.A., baby. Close to it, right? Would you rather live somewhere else? I, no. That, that, Why not? Again, the freedoms, the Constitution, you know, the things that are guaranteed to me here that you know, I'm not guaranteed anywhere else. Thank you. Hmm. I talked to a few people with the brain. That's good. But it's Which amazing. how a few more than you expect in all of California. Yeah. <laughs> It, but it's amazing how many people think that America is not great. Well, you got the governor of New York, right? We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. I mean, that's... <laughs> when it's a sentiment shared by one of the nation's uh, governors of the uh, one of the biggest states in the union, you know you got a problem. You, you have a problem. And go ahead, name the better place. And by the way, after you name it, go there. And then live there for just, you know, a year. Give it two years. And then tell us how it, how it went after that. It should be mandatory for, for all of these people who think that it's so great in Sweden and Denmark and Finland and Norway. All right, go live there. Bye, Felicia. Try it out. Try mm -hmm. out their free health care and their free education. See how much money you earn and how much you get to keep of it. And where you live. What's your standard of living? Uh, because you're supporting everybody's college and health care. <laughs> Again, the uh, average home in Finland is 900 square feet. The average home size in the United States of America is 2,500 square feet. The average Finn doesn't have a washer-dryer set. They have to go to a laundromat. Eh, how many people have to do that here? This, you know, the standard of living is completely different. Should be mandatory. Everybody who thinks it sucks here should be relocated somewhere <laughs> else. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.